384 of Texing, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. We have so much to talk about, but let's just start talking about the fact that I just experienced an earthquake and got hurricanes going on over here. Like, so major hurricanes in California, earthquakes. Jason, is this the end of times? Uh, not for me. I'm good. <laughs> Oh, you're good? Okay. We have like no hurricane. It's more of like a hurricane. I mean, it's like, you know, there's all this all this big, you know, build up and um, you know, we barely have a drizzle and there's a little drizzle, there's no wind at all. I mean, in fact I'd like a little wind just to kind of you know, create a breeze. Um I don't know, and I didn't feel an earthquake. Where you're where are you again? I don't know, you moved uh, so often I can't remember. Where we're in from. Moorpark and uh, there was an earthquake in Ohio, five point two, I believe it was. Is that even so, a perceptible level? Well, can you feel that? I mean, yes. We were just standing in the doorway and the entire house was shaking for like 20 seconds. Like major shaking. It was like being on a boat. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, this is fun. Hurricane Mm -hmm. Earthquake. Although we're not really feeling much of the uh, hurricane side of things either. Um, It's just a light breeze and some rain. Okay. Well, good. Mm -hmm. Glad to hear you're still alive and kicking. So uh... (laughs) You too. Well, I'm glad you also glad to hear you have you, you think we have a lot to talk about because I was like I was thinking, oh God, I got like nothing. So Oh crap. Serve it up. Well, I mean, I also have nothing, but but I've got some stuff. Okay. Okay. You always but, have stuff. I mean, I'll I'll just start by saying first thing, I want to show you something, which is um my my blood chart. And have a look at where it's going. Look at that. Oh, it's this, in the healthy range. The this gray is the bar. first time during my waking day that it has been in the healthy range. So for 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 listeners, think of like a a a sort of like a profile view of like an ocean with mountains in the background. And normally he's been up on the mountains, but now the he now he's going down into the ocean, into the uh, into the dark yeah. part, which is which is. And great. so the reason why that happens is because I've done since I've been on this journey my first piece of exercise, <laughs> and that was simply walking for tw- twenty minutes and. Um, jogging for 10 minutes and and that's all it took to just because i knew i knew that i was going to have to exercise to, to get things to the next level because it's been it's been surfing just, a, just you, you you dropped out on me dude hello can you hear me now hello okay you're back all right so go on so all it took start over say that again yeah so so that's all it took to to because it's been surfing on it's just my my general blood sugar level has been surfing on the just out of range Right. It's been surfing on that for, for like, I don't know, a week or two weeks. So I knew that exercise was going to be the next thing. I had to do exercise. And it has been, I wrote, did a write-up in Discord today about getting to this point of exercise. They're pretty excited. When you're writing a big, yeah, I saw that. It was like a, it was like a medium post. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's hard. You it's, start charging for this? I mean, this It's is... been really hard to get to this point. So basically... I knew that I had to do exercise. So then the next thing is, all right, when am I going to do the exercise? So then I, first first of all, obviously talk to the texting crowd in Discord. When do you exercise? 
When do you exercise? <laughs> uh, ask the community. Okay. And right. the response back was, no one, no, no two people have the same schedule. Everything's doing something completely different. Yeah. There's no wisdom to be gained from that. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's reversed. I think there's a plethora of okay, wisdom. On. I think... Um, what that means is there are there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, there's yeah. infinitely number different types of exercise you can engage in. Pick what you like, which you're what you find in the most enjoyable that you find the most accessible. Uh, find uh, and you can change it up. Like you don't have to you do this different stuff all the time. I think that the most important thing is get your heart rate up for an extended period of time. Exert yourself. The more your the longer your heart rate is up. You know, not at a doesn't have to be a consistent level. Can spike up and down. You know, that that's that's all good stuff. You know, stress well, your body physically in in any which way you can. But the words that were ringing in my ears during this process is something you said on the last show, which is make it a daily habit. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking that was the whole reason why I was asking and looking at what people were doing and thinking to myself, how the f am I going to make this a daily habit? So I basically needed to find the time to make it a daily habit so it's like a it's like a can of worms like unraveling it's like mm, all right where am i going to find the time to make this a daily habit and after a lot of thinking and figuring out and planning and looking at calendars in different ways the best time for me is to create a new time slot in the morning um that would work every day come rain or shine is 5 45 to 7 p.m that would work for me no matter what. And so that that then peels back, oh shit, I need to create a new habit and instead of and change myself from being a night owl to being an early riser. So that's that's you know that's a new thing and I've been practicing that for the last 3 days. And the like 2 days I couldn't even wake up at 5:45, but today I did. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym. And then I just I couldn't go to the gym. <laughs> I was just like, nope. I'm not getting out of bed if I go to the gym. But then when I thought, mm, I'll just do that walk. So then I like, then yeah. I got out of bed and then I did the run after I was walking for 20 minutes. So it's like, it's, it's peeling back the layers and building these base habits is the key here. But it it's, there's a couple of things that are worth talking about here. One is finding a solution that works for you. Right. right. Um, now you may not be a early morning person. In, in general, like that, but this may be the best solution that you can find, right? Yeah. I mean, like, ideally, I'd like to do it at 4 p.m., but that just doesn't work because sometimes yeah. I got to pick up Jack and sometimes, you know, um, Georgie's doing X yeah. and I got to cut, you know, I mean, you guys seem like you have a, 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 you know, life is a little hectic for you. It's not a consistent schedule. Am I right about that? Is it like there's just different it's to things? Yeah, it's totally right about that. It's, it's, it's permanently hectic. And I like the only really free times are what I just said. And maybe at the end of the day, but the problem is at the end of the day, like I hate, I, I just don't think I'd do it. Like that's when I want to do my indie founding. That's when I, I, I don't want to go to bed, like feeling super sweaty. There isn't really a shower available here. It's going to, it would take too long. There's just a whole bunch of different. There's re- no shower available no, at that time because the dog is asleep in the one room with the shower. And, um, Georgie is usually asleep in another room with a shower. So I, it's just not a good. You mean like at what time are you talking about? Like after ten or something. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I don't know. I wouldn't work out uh, lately, yeah. but like, why not before? I just, I mean, I think your solution is fine. I'm just curious. Like, I like to work out at the 
end of the workday before dinner. My my ideal time That's is like a six six thirty. Yeah, why is that? We're because I'm making dinner for Jack and we're doing different stuff. Like that's family time. Like, so basically the earliest I could do it at the end of the day would be nine, but I yeah. really don't want to do it at nine. I really yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. to do it. That's, I think that's probably, that's not a, a realistic time. I, you know, so there's a lot of, you, you'll find a lot of, I think there's a lot of adults. You know, I this, say adults. This happens by the way. So this is another reason Justin why this is, is happening. Show, Justin is showing me again, his chart, yeah, his glucose But that's chart. because I did it in the morning. I don't think that that same thing would happen if i did it at night that's another well it's just it's just because it got added on at a low point i mean it would have the same overall positive effect i think but look i mean you talk to a lot of parents a lot of dads and they'll say the same thing why i'm like why do these people work out so early in the morning and they're like that's the only time i can do it Mm, yeah there's only only time i have complete control over my day because as soon as it gets later in the day it's like I got work or I'm, I got this responsibility to this. I got to help my wife with that. I got to pick, you know, whatever you're, you got, you got demands on your life. Yeah. Um, I've carved out the way my life works that that doesn't happen. Um, you know, I, I don't cook dinner. <laughs> so, right. Uh, so Sandy and I have much more of a traditional, um, division of labor. So, um, you know, I just, I, I go work out and then I pick early up from gymnastics and then we come home and we eat. But we're actually on a late schedule, so we don't eat dinner until eight thirty at night typically because she early doesn't get out of gymnastics till seven forty five and whatever. But so my workouts, but I'm also like a kid, so it's like for me, like after school it was soccer practice or basketball practice or whatever. Like you, you know, <laughs> three thirty, four o'clock, it's practice, right? Yeah. And I've always been like that, where it's like after the workday, I immediately want to go play sports or go to the gym. So like. And, uh, that's just, I, it relieves my stress. That's when I want to do things where other people are like, at the end of the day, they do not want to work out. Like they, they are less inclined where I'm just like, I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like it's six o'clock. I got to get the hell out of the house. I got to get out of here. I had to go, got to do something. So anyway, it's funny how early that starts. Like Jack's friend, Jack has a friend and he's, he's, his dad is into sports and He's into sports and he's kind of obsessed with sports and uh, baseball and um, mm-hmm. soccer. And, <clears throat> you know, he's he's saying to Jack, why don't you want to do sports? <laughs> you know, don't you want to do sports? Like, And Jack's like, nah, I don't really like him. I don't really care about him. And he's like, and and this kid is obsessed with them. And like, he's he's like watching them all on the TV all the time. Like, what's the deal with the baseball? It's just funny. So it's Jack's, just like Jack's early. not athletic in that way or he doesn't just, have that. He's just not, he just doesn't care. I mean, it's, he's not into that side of things. Just, yeah. Well, you are. Like, and so why? Well, no, Georgie know? is though. Georgie she was. was. I mean, right. Yeah. She, yeah. She's a so, softball I mean, player. Yeah. Well, when she so, took, you took, she's taken after you anyway. So right. it's fine. You know, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I, th- so back to your new habit forming. Sure. Um, discussion that is, I, I think, I think that's great. Just carving out a morning slice of time and just getting that Thanks. set. I don't think going to the gym matters at all for you right now. I think, I think if you just do the easiest thing that you can do, this kind of walk run thing, maybe yeah. you get maybe after a few weeks, you know, I'll do, I'll try and do ten push ups and ten setups every yeah, other day yeah. or something. You know, and right? Then, yeah. 
ramp it up and then be like, you know, this 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 thing is not as hard as it used to be. It's kind of easy. I feel like I'm up. I'm like I should do a little more. I mean, I'll get my dumbbells and I'll do three or three. You know, I'll do every other day. I'll do the 15 minute New York Times dumbbell workout or whatever the hell the thing was, right? Yeah. And so I think you, it's just all about just slowly ramping up as as it becomes easier and easier for you. And again, you start seeing results. You're like, I feel better. My glucose is down. My blood pressure is down. My heart rate. You know, you, that stuff's like look, look, moving the right is moving the right direction. You you become more physiologically and psychologically resilient to the effort. Like it, before, it's the first, it's just like, oh my god, doing any yeah, yeah, exercise. No, oh my god, it's, it's not only so hard, difficult. but it's just psychologically yeah. like I don't want to do this. Eventually, it's like this is so easy now. Like, well, you know. Joe had a really good point in the Discord, which is um, you getting to a point of thinking that you are that person. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a part of your psyche. So You're someone who works I, out. I'm a I'm a person who works out. I'm I'm yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so so that's the, that's the same thing about getting up early. Okay, I'm a person who gets up early, you know, just building that habit. I mean, now I'm a person who doesn't drink, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like 55 days, no drink. I'm a person who doesn't drink, do coffee. I'm a person who shares my blood sugar numbers with everyone in the Discord. <laughs> like that's, I'm a man who spams glucose <laughs> charts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the glucose, the mad glucose spammer. Um, yeah, yeah, well... I, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of take back what I, I kind of what I said last week, and I said you should get a trainer. You know what? I think that's overkill right now. I would yeah. spend the next two to six months just ramping up. I think you can very easily just do the walking so. and jogging, and then yeah. you're like working in maybe every other day. You do like a little bit of calisthenics and a little bit of dumbbell stuff, and then you can just do the really basic 15, and eventually work up to like the 15-minute routine. So he's like, okay, so I do like 15-minute dumbbell routine, which is a little different every day, and then I do, you know, 20, 25 minutes of rock run, right? You get to that yeah. maybe in a few months. Like, that'd I think be great. that's smart. I think that's a much, I think that's just a really gradual plan just just keeping on at it. I think that's really good. You know, I weighed in today after my exercise. Now, I don't know if it's just because maybe I was sweating and I got rid of so much water or whatever. Nah, you're not going to lose that much water, dude. You, 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 you were on a at, treadmill for three hours. so I, I, I weighed in at 215.2, two, 215.2. And that is... That's awesome. Like, I mean, fantastic. I haven't seen a number like that for years. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, if you have a you have an applause sound effect, I think you should play it right now. Uh, let me see. I probably do, do applause. Have yeah, well, you do that you're after you're editing. But anyway, I think that's, I think that's awesome. That's great. So, what have you what have you been changing about your diet? Oh, there we go. Yeah, oh, it's not, it's not it's not piped into the system. Okay. okay. Oh, I see. I see. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Woohoo! 215.2 uh, yeah i'm so happy about uh, it <laughs> all right uh, yeah uh, okay okay all right, okay Stop. All right. thank you thank you all right all right all right all right well that's cool okay so what yeah. what um obviously that has more to do with your diet than has your workout because you started your workout so what's the well the so the diet is because because things started creeping up then i have been super strict about measuring every gram of fat that I've been eating. Yeah. Um, to keep this under, well, as, as low as possible. Well, you're I, supposed to be I, under what? For the 40. 40. But I'm, I'm finding that that might, that might be, I think that 50 might be the minimum viable dose. I think the 50 might be the minimum Why? viable dose because, 
Well, because things are looking really good, and uh, I've done 49.75. I'm just, just listing off the last five days. 49.75, 46.5, 46, and then did 20.5 yesterday. And things have really seemed to be going in the right direction, and that's under 50, not under 40. So, Well, I think, you know, start introducing the exercise. And yeah, and keep getting more and more consistent under fifty. If you can't get it down to the levels where you're really supposed to be, you're just you know, then then that's just a number you know you can play with and say, Okay, what happens mm. if I take this yeah. down to forty? If I get a little strict, maybe I be able to give me another twenty point drop or thirty point drop. But I mean I think um I mean the exercise is good for everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, like there's you talk about you talk to any type of anyone involved in health at any level it's like doing a difference between doing no exercise and exercising semi-regularly and exercising regularly. And there's a huge difference in all in general mortality. Oh, they call it the mir- the miracle cure. Yeah. It's like they, they literally call it the miracle cure. Yeah. Um, but listen, uh, enough about me, uh, my health. I really want to talk about something because you brought something up on Discord, which I think is super interesting. Um, you might be considering plugging in a continuous glucose monitor and checking your own blood sugar what's maybe, that all about maybe i don't know i was just i was just curious about that so um so i, I had another I have, I, i'm suffering from another gout flare-up this is like like i never had anything and then like a year and a half ago it happened for the first time around mm-hmm. uh when, when we had the trip to new york and that was like a winter kind of uh, winter or thanksgiving year and a half ago right and I didn't know what it was. I thought it was because I wore the, I was new shoes and it didn't, I might hurt my toe that from, from walking so what much. What is the gout flare? What what is it? Um, what, what happens is like it's usually a joint. Often it's like a big toe joint, but it can be a knee or an ankle or whatever. And it'll get really, really, it'll get swollen and red and extremely painful. Like you can't even stand it painful. Which joint was it for you this, this time? This time it's the, it's the, like the big, the small little toe on my right foot and that the joint to, but, but it's like further back. It's like, okay, wow. but it's like the whole corner of the foot. It's not just the toe, oh, it's the man. whole corner of the foot. So I can't even walk. I'm like hobbling around like I'm, oh, you know, man. so it's like, I remember I just had that back thing like a week and now I'm like hobbling around yeah. again. It's like, Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, and I had that, and it, it came on my knee and when Colby was home from spring break back in April. Oh, your knee as well. Remember I told you about this. It was, a, it was, a, I, I think I talked about it. It was like, a. April, when Colby's back for spring break, I remember this because he kept going to lunch and picking up food for me because I couldn't even walk. And yeah. my knee, that was ridiculously painful. And I couldn't, I could could barely sleep. It was horrible. So anyway, it, um, it, and it's, it's, gout is the result of, uh, of uric acid, elevated uric acid levels. And mm-hmm. for the longest time, the thinking was just that purines cause elevated uric acid and purines are found in various things like tuna and scallops and you know beef or certain i don't know there was just there's different, different, different things that purines are in. so it's like you're supposed to limit your purines but i was it was i don't know how, this is the most random thing i i i must have been a, done a search for it on the web and then clicked on a link that turned to be a youtube link and then somehow that migrated to my iphone because this was on my computer Right. Mm. And I'm at the gym and it just starts playing this interview with his doctor who's talking, who wrote a book called Drop Acid, which is, you know, drop the uric acid level, right? Just to play on words. And he's like this expert in this area. And he says, look, you know, it's not for the longest time, you know, up until just last few years, 
we thought it was purines, but really the big contributor to this is excess fructose. Um, hmm. And he goes into a big, deep explanation of it, I, which I, I don't know well enough to really bother trying to explain it. But um, but I ordered the book, so I'll, I'll know more in a few weeks after I finish reading it, hmm. but um, or sooner. But uh, the basically, the the gist of it is like if you're e if you're um, if you have excess, you're eating excess fructose, which in part increases spikes in glucose levels, and that that can really cause your uric acid levels to rise, okay? Which not only can cause gout, but it causes all these other, it, it increases levels of high blood pressure, stroke, heart attack, Alzheimer's, all these other things. So el having elevated levels of uric acid is just generally bad. And they say for for men, I think it's a little lower for women, Like, but, but regardless, it's like you're supposed to be below seven, I don't know, whatever, some seven micrograms per deciliter, some something like that. Um, but you're supposed to be below seven, but really you're supposed to be below 5.5. Seven above, above seven is dangerous. Are we talking about uric acid? Uric or acid. Blood? Oh, uric blood acid yeah, in okay, your yeah. blood. Yeah. And, um, and there's a correlation between elevated uh, blood sugar, right? And so I started hmm. thinking about it and I was like, you know, and I'm just kind of lifting weights, listening to playing. I was playing and I was like, God, so I don't know how this got on my stupid phone, but I'm listening to this like hour long interview with this guy. And I was like, wait, this is really interesting. And I started thinking about it. I go, you know, every time this has happened, you know, it was, it was right after like, you know, like a, on a trip or it, like it popped up this last time when I was in uh, Chicago. And when I was mm -hmm. in Chicago, when I go on like a trip, I'm like, ah, I'm not worried about diet stuff. And it's like, hey, we pick up McDonald's or I have a pizza mm -hmm. and I'll have a big root beer. And then, you know, we'll go up breakfast. And it's like pancakes or waffles, a bunch of syrup, a big glass of orange juice. And then I go with a friend of mine. And I remember we had like, went to this nice Italian restaurant and I had like a bunch of root beer, you know, just kept refilling the root beer. And, and a root beer, a single root beer has 43 grams of it, I mean, of fruit for dust. my sake... For my sake, not that you want to do anything for my sake, but if you did get that glucose mm -hmm. thing, it would be really nice for me to just look at what someone's normal mm -hmm. chart looks like so so I can just compare it. But I'd also be super interested to see what happens to you when you have a root beer. What does yours look like? Does it go up to 400 like mine or does it just stay at 200? Who knows? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm immediately, I've just decided to put the kibosh on this because what happens is that I've been generally really good throughout the week and then sunday's my cheat day it's not just a cheat day like a refeed day where i'll have some pasta for dinner or something i like I, i'd go nuts you go all out i go all yeah out. the problem so you're gonna cut that yeah the problem is not okay yeah so you eat like an extra thousand calories on a sunday it's like okay well you know i guess you're gonna have more work to do in the week to get even and whatever it's a good psychological trick that you can look forward to that overeating on a sunday etc you know but the problem is I generally have a way too much sugar. So I'll have like a, mm. two bowls of almost like a sugary cereal or something. I'll have like, sometimes I'll have like a Starbucks or something like that. Get like a Coke instead of a Diet Coke for lunch. And then we'll go get like ice cream or donuts later. I mean, I just, it's it's bad, right? It's Do you way, remember way, that way woman over the top. Do you remember that time we met that woman who took VO Max? She, she had a machine to take VO Max. V VO two max. Well, I don't know who you're talking about. You talk like there was it was some it was it was like years ago, like a lot a long time ago. But we went to there was a lady who measured VO two max, 
and you 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 had known her. Oh, she, are you talking about the uh, nutritionist? Are you talking Sarah? Yeah, Lynn? and sh- and she said she said sugar. That's the thing. You've got to get rid of it. 100%. Yeah. Well, you know, I, there, there's a right. There's a lot of people that are going to jihad against sugar. You know, um, and there's evidence that it's bad. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not an expert on you know this stuff. And the problem with a lot of this stuff, there's like there's a lot of evidence. There's evidence piling up, but then people are just like, you can't have any sugar, you know? And I think it's the kind of thing, it's like, when you're younger, you can get away with it, right? Mm. You can get away with it, especially if you are if you work out or you're active. It's like, hey, I'm not overweight. I can have a Coke. I can have a donut if I want. And it's like, fine. The problem is, you know, for me, now getting in my 50s, I think my body's like less resilient. Like, I can't just, mm. I can't go and have 200, 300 grams of sugar in a day and without my body going, dude... <laughs> You know, it's just over the top. Like I could do it. I could do whatever. It's just like people who could. I remember when I was in college, I could eat. I would sometimes order an extra large pizza at midnight. The last call, Domino's. I ate the whole thing myself, no problem. Wouldn't gain a pound. You see, your your body's saying, "Oh, he's telling us he wants gout." Okay, you got gout, Jason. (laughs) Is gout for you right there in your little toe on your right foot? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I. I'm, you know, I guess I'm just someone if like if if I'm not getting any pushback on something, I'll just do it to whatever level I want to do it. You know, if someone says, oh, this is bad. If I don't have any evidence that it's that it's a problem, why am I going to restrict myself? But right. eventually you hit a brick wall and your body's like, I don't know, dude, how many times you got to get gout? How many times you got to be laid up for a week in severe pain before you get the message? Mm. You know, so I don't. So, I mean, I, I this is going to be an experiment. I'm going to um, drastically reduce um, my, uh, excess fructose, you know, basically no more Cokes, no more diet, non-diet soda. I'm going to also limit the diet soda as well. I think I'm going to start cutting back on that. And, yeah, yeah, um, I'm not going to do the Sunday splurges. Like, I mean, you know, I might, we might have like a war Chinese food or you know, Indian food for dinner and it'll be kind of a bigger meal. That's fine. But I'm not going to have like three Cokes, you know? Um, I mean, I bet you in its own right, that'll probably just solve a problem. So you actually won't need to do any monitor or anything yeah that's what i mean it's like dude just i I think i just need to just cut cut the cut the crap you know just quit quit being um ridiculous i mean it's again it's like i could probably i'm probably could go have a donut or ice cream probably in fact it's just it's just going just to the nth degree to the point where you know if people were actually watching how much you're eating they would just be like gobsmacked they're like i cannot believe you had that much sugar in one day as an adult you're like just you're like a 10 like, year old at disney world i mean what are you just doing? do like half a donut you know yeah like just have half a donut just have a taste of it like because so, so, i mean sometimes i find that i can be satisfied with just a taste of something maybe maybe you I, can't. That would, I mean but even like if i just had one donut 18 it's 18 i was just looking that up so a donut and it is like 18 a, a chocolate glazed donut which is what people have is 18 grams of sugar which is you know, mm-hmm. a fair amount, but it's not. But a but in and and or 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 one Same cup of ice Coke. cream. No, or one cup of ice cream is eighteen grams. A coke a, a coke is depending on which one you're having. It's between like a can is sixteen. No, between thirty eight and forty three grams of sugar. Oh, I'm just talking about like a regular twelve ounce can. No, is 16, no. 16 ounce. No, look it up. Oh, really? Look it up right now. Go look up root beer, grams of sugar, can root beer. Look it up. A and W root beer. Looking at it right now. 39 grams. Jeez. And the other one, that was one. That one was 43, right? <laughs> and that's and the 12, 12 ounces. That's that's the smallest version A&W of Coke. Rup- if you got a 12 ounce from a shop, they, yeah. they, you'd be like, what? 
I'm like, I need 64, man. Yeah, man. Andy, <laughs> R- Rupert ain't playing. I mean, that's a lot Jeez. of shirts. Well, and, you know, I typically, we would go out to dinner, right? Because I don't drink alcohol. So I'd be like, ah, you know, I'm, I'll have a root beer. That's like my favorite. And, you know, and they usually give it to a nice big mug, right? And then they'll refill it a couple times, right? So that's like 130 grams of sugar, just just the root beer, just for one meal. I mean, that is an insane amount. Okay. I mean, that just explains exactly what's going on. So just ax that and you're going to be fine. Probably. Sure. So like, let's just cut that, cut the crap. Just cut out, cut that out. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to cut out all excess sugar for a while. I mean, I mean, not what I mean is the, the, I mean, not all excess or all excessive sugar. Yeah. Right. I'm excessive. not going to do anything yeah. excessive anymore. I'm not going to have, I'm just going to say, okay, well, if we get, if I have some kind of ice cream on a Sunday, I'll get some sugar free, uh, you know, yogurt or something like that. I'm not going to have the big, whatever, no more donuts. And I'm going to see how it goes. And if I go like, if I can go six to 12 months without it occurring, then that's pretty, pretty clear. That's it. Dude, we're only t- 28 minutes into the show. What the heck are we going to talk we're done. about? I think it was good. I think it felt like good about the show today. <laughs> it's going to be a real short one. Well, well, you were, you were, uh, you posted something on Discord about uh, the, the you know a math pr- a prize for a math problem being solved. Do you want to summarize that? Because you okay, were confused so, about something. So someone per- so um, math ninja. Hmm. Post- Go back to the original well, thing you posted. You- uh, oh no, no, yeah. So I I posted um, a thing. Where of course, you were shocked that someone it? would pay a million dollars for a math to, for a math room problem to solve. You're like, what? This is crazy, right? Yeah. So so I I, I posted a link saying, look here. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Um, Ryman hypothesis. It's a Riemann hypothesis. Riemann hypothesis unsolved math problem worth one million bucks. If you can solve this, one million bucks. So I thought, oh, okay, that's it. That's interesting. I'll post that into the. You're also kind of like a little surprised that like that's a lot of money for a math problem, right? Yeah, it's a lot of money to solve the problem. So then Math Ninja comes back and says, yeah, that would be really great to solve because you know, like half of math is based on this unsolved problem. (laughs) <laughs> or not, that's exactly that. but there's a but, lot of numbers so there's, 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 there's hundreds and hundreds of of different equations that are, that are based on this unsolved problem math theorem and I'm like what are you fucking kidding me like how can that be like how can so much math that is in everyday math that all be based on something that no one knows how to how to prove it's it's a lot like chat GPT like no one knows how the innards of it works so, so like, how can that be? Well, just, well, first of all, there the the thing that he said earlier, which I was interesting, there was like six or seven problems that all have like a million dollar prize or something, which you were, which yeah. you were surprised about, right? Because like yeah. this is a common yeah. thing, like you know, these people put up million dollar prizes for these big important um, theorems to be solved, and you know, eventually they do get solved. Sometimes it takes fifty or hundred years, you know, but they do get solved. I don't know how long the Riemann hypothesis. I mean, that's been along for around for, you know, I don't know, 150 years or something like that. Um, and, you know, but here's the thing. So how can that be? Right. So it's a fundamental aspect of the entirety of mathematics. And it's not. No one knows. No one can prove it. Okay. So here's here's the thing. Um, generally speaking, in math, they'd like to be on firm footing. Right. We have to, you know, we, we prove, we, we make, you know, statements, we prove they're true and we build on those statements and therefore we can make deductions. And, and that's basically how the edifice of mathematics is constructed. However, in certain cases, they're like, 
we think this is true because nobody could come up with a counterexample, right? We can't disprove it. So we think it's true, but we just don't know how to prove that it's true in all cases. So does that make mm. sense? So if if you have if you've had thou- tens of thousands of mathematicians over 150 years could use any any technique or trick they want to come up and they can't think of a violation of the of the theorem, they're like, well, it's m- most likely true. And if it's okay. most likely true, we just haven't come up with a clever series of, of, of statements and deductions to prove that it's true, then let's, okay, let's just assume it's true. Given that, what can we, what can we do? So I think that's it. And so it's, it's almost like from a probabilistic standpoint, it's like, it's very probably true. And so we're going to go from there, but I'm, but I'm at the same time, I'm sure there's some mathematicians for there's plenty of mathematicians who are not, who are not dissatisfied with the situation would really like to be ever resolved. So sort of like if you saw a car moving down the road, you'd think that it's, most likely true that there's something inside that like an engine moving it along but you couldn't actually see the engine and you but it would be quite illogical to think that there wasn't an engine like that otherwise how's it going to move you know something maybe rolling down a hill i don't know if that's the best analogy but you know i go yeah right so it's like yeah so maybe rolling down so there's an example of of how it would not be true if it was rolling down a hill but apart from that or someone just pushed it, and they're they're not in your view. It's got okay. Now pushed. you found two examples. Two examples. Or it could be a hurricane. Of, that why the hurricane blew, Oh blew. shit! So that's so a crap just example. Make... But okay, I okay, think people get. Enough, I right. think people get. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So Math Ninja is my director of content. That's Alex. He's he's a ma- and he's a mathematician. Mm. So that's why he would know stuff like this. Okay. Do you are you ready for another? I'm topic? ready. Serve it up. Let's go. Okay. You know all of the the chat that we had last show um it made me think about this idea um for a website because i think people people are sheeple you know like they they're they're sort of bought into their i'm i'm democrat and i I think down these lines Mm -hmm. or i'm republican and i think down these lines Mm -hmm. but as we know everything's nuanced so i had imagined this website am i (laughs) sheeple.com Am I sheeple? <laughs> and basically, am I sheeple.com? And basically, it's 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 a it it says, are you sheeple or are you an independent thinker? And then it's a big it's a big like checklist form. And on the on the left hand side, it makes a statement that is essentially a Democrat statement. Yeah. You know, on the right hand side, it makes a statement that is a Republican statement. And then in the middle, it makes a statement that's like it's nuanced. And so you send it to people, and then they they check what they think. And if it's if they're like a hundred percent or like you know. 95% down one side you're sheeple <laughs> yes you are sheeple if they are if 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 they have like a mix and it's like a 50-50 yes you're an independent thinker so well i you know i think um i think maybe a more accurate way to put it is uh you're a partisan right so if you're a hundred, mm. if you're in lockstep with a party you're a partisan um you're just basically I mean, because there's a lot of people who believe everything that Republicans and Republican media, you know, talks about. And, and there's a lot of people who think, agree with everything the Democratic. They turn on MSNBC and they don't hear anything they don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you could, you, you know, some are, I don't mean that the partisan and they're activists, are that every time you run into them at a party, they just start, you know, blathering on about, you know, their their particular politics. But they're not asking questions about their party's positions and platforms and they're not seeing the inconsistencies because there's a ton of inconsistencies because these 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 um these parties 
flip-flop all the time. They were, you know, right, right. You know, they were really this way one way. Now all of a sudden everybody like, you know, it's like, why is that? You know, and, and because it's not, they're not um, logically or philosophically consistent. And there just have to be more with the winds of change in politics and what's going to allow um, the party to maintain like, power because they can have more people and they can raise more money or whatever. But it's sort of like a, like a religious belief. Like I'm, I'm believing in everything that's said by this side, yeah, you know? Yeah. No, no, it is. I mean, Rather it's like than just independently thinking about I, it. And that's what, you know, and I've been beating on this drum for 15 years. It's like, I do not buy all the bullshit from one party because they all have, or, you know, in the U S I'm sure the same is true probably any party in any country, but you know, we're, you know, just talking about the U S cause it's the only one I, I know that much about is, uh, they have massive fatal flaws, massive hypocrisies. Um, you know, they you think they're like the good guys and they get in power and a couple of years later, you're like, Jesus, you know, I forgot. I forgot they're like this, you know, oh my God, you know. And then again, and then you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to vote for them. And then the other one's going to be like, oh my God, you know, and that's many times you have to go through that before you realize, you know, wait a minute, these people who are in these parties or whatever are not, they're not good guys. They're not um, philosophically consistent or principled. You know, there are sometimes they do have positions that I very much agree with. That I think are very principles, but then you look at all the rest of them and you're like, wait a minute, you know? So I think, I think that's it. But I think re the reason is a people don't have a lot of time to invest into thinking hard about these things. I think people are occupied mm. with their day-to-day -day lives doing whatever they're doing. I think B um, people end up going down one, typically going, I mean, the, the media itself has splintered. So before, you know, before, you know, in the eighties and the seventies, you know, media was much more central. I mean, there still was a very bad, there was a tight band of what you would hear about, but it was much more central right now. It's like, okay, you either watch MSNBC, you watch Fox news, you don't watch both unless you're like me and you're sitting in the stationary bike and you got both of them right in front of you and you're about to lose your mind. <laughs> <laughs> just like mm -hmm. Jesus, um, uh, but um, I think that's it. Three uh, people are kind of tribal, you know. They they feel much more yeah, comfortable yeah. in a tribe. Um, we're we're we think we're evolved to feel comfortable in a tribe, and um, it feels it feels better to have a bunch of people who are like, yeah, yeah, we're the good guys. They're all like evil bastards, and you know. So so ultimately, amisheeple.com. Someone should go out and make that or no? Well, I think you'd have to, because everybody's like, I'm not a sheeple. Fuck you. You know, you're a sheeple, <laughs> yeah, right? So it's right. like, nobody's got, but I think what you could do is you would be like, um, find out where you are on your, where are you on the political spectrum? Right. Okay. That's the, that's the serious right, right. version. And then it would okay, come on the okay. spectrum and then at the right, the far on the far left, the bottom, the 15%, the far left and far right, it means you're a partisan because you are essentially in lockstep with your current party. Okay. Right. So that so there'd be two different approaches. There'd be the the joke meme approach, which is what I came up with, amisheeple.com. Mm -hmm. And then yours is the more boring, scientific studious, studious boring approach. Nobody cares about. Yeah, I'm really nobody I don't think anyone's hates. gonna go to your one. Like Jason is <laughs> But I think people might go to Am I Sheeple because they'll be like because because you'll you'll print a little little thing that's that has a nice picture of a sheep and you know. I mean, anyway, human face uh, maybe one of our listeners could do it. I'm obviously not going to do it. I'm oh, not I even going to think about I think it, it anymore. It's like great no, no, use the next no, no, three no, no, months. No, 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 no. Totally do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's change subjects. Mm -hmm. um, LK99. 
I was skeptical of that from well. the first. <laughs> I think we've seen that get shot down. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah. Will we see uh, super, you know, uh, room temperature superconductivity super in our lifetime? I don't know, but it's not now anyway. And to me, it felt like the whole AGI freak out. I mean, it was much more on a positive note. Right, I mean, people were very where the AGI Sam Altman going to Congress regulate us because we're stubborn about to take over the world. That kind of bullshit. I mean, I think this was mostly from a an enthusiastic geeking out. Wow, this is true. This is amazing. What this could do, which is you know, it was great. I think it was mostly a positive it would thing. Be. Right, people were just excited about at what maybe this is this new mountain that humanity had scaled together. Right, and you know, it happened to be in South Korea or whatever, but. You know, everyone's work, all these different labs are working to replicate. But, um, no. I mean, the piece I don't understand is in the replication that they're, they're saying, no, no, it wasn't because it, the only reason why it was low resistance because some weird impurities ended up in there and that made it low resistance. I'm like, but I mean, so replicate that. Like, let's do a new paper and say, okay, let's, let's get these weird impurities in there so there's low resistance. And then we've got, this great new material that maybe doesn't have zero resistance, but it has low resistance. Isn't that just as groundbreaking? I, yeah, I'd have to know the details of what they're, uh, you know, of it. I, I, I got to be honest with you, but I didn't. Fall, I wasn't super interested in this because I, I wasn't that interested because yeah. I, I was like, well, um, doesn't it doesn't affect you? Well, it's one of those things that was like the people when and when everybody gets super excited about something, I, I actually have a reaction to that. I have like an internal reaction where like you guys, they zig. as soon as people get want to believe it, I'm like, I, everybody zigs, I zag. I just, I'm a, yeah, they zig, I'm zag. a natural contrarian. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but I immediately go, ah, bullshit. Um, everybody, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, whatever. Um, and, um, just, you know what? And it's it's probably good. There's a certain number of of, of, of people in reality that are kind of like this, that are contrarians, right? You need some contrarians, but you definitely need a lot of people who get excited about stuff as a group, right? And yeah. I just happen to be on that. I think it's just a gene I have. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I mean I I mean I listened to half a dozen podcasts that talked about it, and I couldn't, and it was on Hacker News. It was basically like every other link on Hacker News for like three, four days or a week, so I couldn't avoid it. So, but All right, next subject. Paul Graham calls AI the exact opposite of a solution in search of a problem. Did you read I mean, that? I saw that a quote. I saw that, right? I mean, so what do you think? Do you think that that's, um, that's a kind of true... An interesting, introspective—not introspective—interesting uh, perspective. Well, the I think in the sense of this. So, like, typically the the solution and look of a problem, which he's playing off of, is like the the solution mm. in in search of a problem. It happens all the time where there'll be some kind of cool technology that's invented, typically in a, a university laboratory situation, and they want to monetize it. Like, oh, we got to like speak. <laughs> Well, that wasn't an university lab. That was just in your head. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I, I I've I've seen this in person. I've 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 sort of talked to people who had created something. They're like, Oh, we got this cool technology and we want you know, we think we could maybe use it for this and for that. And I'm like, it's just a it's just always seems like a low probability that that's gonna happen because um to to find to build a company you need to, you have to find a market. 
right? And if you don't even, if you're in search of a market, it means you don't have a clue what the market is because the market should be obvious, right? It means you're, you've looked around at least for days, weeks, months. There's no, there's no parent market. That's bad, right? Talk about you can't have product market fit when you can't even figure out what a market is. So, um, you know, companies that, that come at, uh, building a company from that, from oh, we got this cool technology, we just got to figure out somebody who wants to buy it. It's just a low probability, and and a lot of times they can raise money because it is a cool. There is some cool technology. You can spin a cool story about it, and people can imagine. They can construct this, um, a few, imagine this imagined future. But then again, it's it's just there's there's no there there, and and, and most of those fail. So AGI wouldn't be. So the thing is about a solution is usually very very narrow. So I think what he's saying yeah. is the one thing AGI is not is is not narrow. Like it's humans. So if, if, if a true artificial general intelligence is human level or greater intelligence, they have the fluidity and the flexibility of the human brain. Which means, well, he's just talking about ChatGPT, not AGI. But but well, yeah, he said so he said AGI, right? He'd say ChatGPT. He said AGI, right? Or intelligent artificial intelligence. No, uh, call AI. Oh, AI. Yeah, you're right. No, it calls AI. I, yeah, you're right. He's say, he's saying AI. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. Is, but is, we talk about open which AI. which is well, and he may be in reference to what API open AI is trying to do, but you know, AGI is general, is the opposite of a particular solution. Humans, everything in our world that exists outside beyond just the na- natural existence of things, is come from the human brain. So, right, it is can do anything. So. It just helps everyone out. Like basically, there's just the general AI helps everyone out. So that's but why it's the you know again, I, my position on this is that we're much further away from it than than people think. And you're going to be paying me a thousand dollars in a little over four years now. <laughs> I could I'll raise it to ten if you want. I'm happy to go to ten, dude. Dude, I'm happy to, I, I'm happy no, to no, ramp no, it up. No, obviously not. <laughs> But I'm also I'm running out of subjects. We're, what? we're, we're gonna. Gotta, this is gonna have to be a very short, sh- short show. Um, well, because I mean I've got a life too. I you know I did, I've got just the same. You like work. You've you have morning workouts now. You got time you, to like be on hacking news. You're out there huffing and puffing. You didn't pre- You didn't prepare shit. Okay, so um, Elon Musk responds to anti-Tesla ETF closing its doors down after heavy losses. Okay. So those guys bet so much on the, on Tesla failing. Well, the question is what they're... They lost so much money that they had to shut the ETF. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you know, it depends on where you shorted Tesla, right? Because Tesla's not as an all-time high. So if you... if you no, if, right, if, right. It's all about your entry price, right? If, if they entered yeah. five years ago, they're screwed. If they entered a year ago... They're pretty happy, you know. It's it's the vicissitudes of the of the market, and it's all about and entry price is really important. So, um, but you know, let's let's I think let's go to more a, a slightly I think a I think um something has a little more meat on the bone, which is Twitter okay. slash X, and because we mm-hmm. I, I, right. I I I was thinking we should talk about this last two three weeks, and we just like Threads is like come and gone. <laughs> Like it's already. Yeah. I was because I was gonna come out and say bullshit. I was ready to call bullshit on it the first day. Come, I'm like, this is not gonna go anywhere for the same reason I said everybody's not moving to Mastodon because people don't want to give up their their big follower list. All the people who have follower <laughs> list are not gonna leave. And then, it, and then by the were, time it comes around, it's like, dude, I don't get any credit for it because we didn't talk about it for three. Weeks. 
Did you wait? Did you see that post that I posted about? Okay, so some article was just shred. It, it was trying to shred X, and it basically I was going to say shred threads. So threads is automatically no shred <laughs> shred. Okay. No, no threads isn't even part of this discussion. But it's trying to shed it, and it was like saying so blah blah blah, and it's like yeah, you know, um, blah blah. But what? But there's only so many blue subscribers. But then, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you looked at it, it's like wait a second. There's that many blue subscribers. Wait a second. That means it's 50 million revenue a year. And then you look at you look at Mastodon, and then like some similar person who's trying to shred threads is like, oh, Mastodon's so busy, it's crashed. Oh, because they had five thousand new users a day, it crashed. Mm. <laughs> like, wait a second. And wait, it and then as Raptor points out, Mastodon's entire revenue is half a million through donations. So <laughs> You know, yeah. Twitter's make Twitter's making seventy million. Mastodon's making half a million and bringing on five thousand new people a day. That's you know, that's yeah. a bit different. Well, like like you know, from the original conversation we had back in uh, around the new year, I I not I am not uh, a I'm not bullish on Mastodon. Um, I think I think there'll be I think it'll serve some communities really well, right? I mean, it's not going to go away. It's like these these um, smaller browsers, like you know, Opera or Brave or whatever. Some people love them. There's you know, and, and from an absolute stand, absolute user standpoint, it's like yeah, they got a lot of people, but from a percentage, it's like nothing. Um, and I think it's it's great that there are more than one option than just Twitter, right? I mean, it's good, but you know, they're not going to. They're it's not going to be. They're not Twitter killers any more than Brave is a Chrome killer or something. And then he says, and then he says stuff like. I'm going to remove the block function, you know, and then I'm going to remove the block. And then everyone is going crazy about removing the block function. It's like, well, why do we need a block function? I've got a mute function. And I'm sure that it would, okay, two, two points about this. A, it, it would be kind of dumb to remove the block function, but I think that he kind of isn't going to remove it anyway. I think he just says stuff. Just says stuff to 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 stir the pot, just get people going fucking mad. You know, I mean... Well, here's the thing. Um, you you may be true. I I, I don't know if he's well because like you know what political parties will do, and particularly like what say the White House would do in you know, you know regardless what parties in there is, they will float a th- an idea. Yeah, they'll float. float it. They'll put idea, something yeah. out there through surrogates, and they'll just see how the media and the public responds. And if there's massive backlash that they weren't even thinking about, they're like, ah, maybe we need to rethink this, right? And but then they, yeah, but at yeah, the same time, yeah. they don't have to say, oh, we were, we were never serious. We that wasn't that wasn't an official position of the White House, but some surrogate, mm. you know, got was able to test it. It was like market testing, you know, in focus groups. Except we'll just do it to everybody. Um, maybe he's doing something like that. I don't know. I mean, I think he does. I think I'm he not is. a heavy user of Twitter. I'm like a lurker, so I read stuff occasionally. Mm. When I really want to get pissed off, I go read Twitter. <laughs> Just get myself all riled up, you know, and I'm like, God, I gotta stop getting on Twitter because I fall too much of this. I don't know. So it just gets me all. It just gets me in a bad mood. Um, so I don't use block and mute and try, I don't. I I I just use the most basic functionality. I'm like someone who uses Microsoft Word and has never like used Bold or something. You know? <laughs> it's like, um, all right. but. I thought that I, the, the, some of the there just seemed to be a lot of reasonable pushback where it's like okay you know there are a lot of a holes on Twitter as there are in the world because a lot of people in the world and any forum all it takes is a small number of of psychopaths of whatever persuasion whatever political 
party who can just ruin everything. And so it's like you want to block those assholes. So not only can they not, not only do you not have to see what they say, but they can't see anything that you're talking about. Yeah, right. Like exactly. I, it's a two-way thing. Um, I don't want them to see what. Thing I'm is, saying. is that Elon seems to be have pretty thick skin. Right, he's like, I like feedback. I like like he just doesn't let the stuff doesn't bother him probably because he's somewhat of an autist, right? Whereas yeah. most people, yeah. they just can't take it. Like I just, it's too emotionally um, painful to have these trolls or detractors constantly saying and nitpicking and saying all this crap. I don't, I just otherwise I don't want to be on it because it just pisses me off, right? So that's, mm-hmm. I just don't think from his sort of psychological disposition maybe he doesn't understand that so well right because yeah, I, yeah, I saw that and i'm like that good, doesn't sound like a good, good idea to me i mean i was also not a fan of the from twitter to x i'm like twitter is like a brand it's like nike or something dude like why would you change nike why would you change <laughs> i'm so glad i'm glad that you are you are uh into you're an independent thinker jason you're an independent thinker because you're not all in Elon. No. like you recognize weird decisions you recognize weird decisions moving from twitter to x there's there's a lot of reasons why it's actually just quite dumb i don't I mean, like it i think it's stupid i mean everybody says twitters and tweets I, and now it's like everybody's like x twitter slash x it's like <laughs> it's like it, everybody's <laughs> like the artist formerly known as prince you know it's like that's what we're doing but the ui the, but the ui it's it's also it's a broken ui scenario because whenever you see you know the embeds mm-hmm. like so you see tweet embeds on all the different news sites well where the twitter logo is is in the top right hand side so now it looks like a dialogue with a fucking close sign because what what does every dialogue on the entire planet look like? Well, that's a good play it on words. Like... So if you hate Twitter, it's like X, exactly. Exit. Close. I, Ex- yeah. Exit. So every twebs, every website every twe- rendering every of Twitter twe- just twe- looks twe- like... Every twe- so every, every web rendering of Twitter just looks like... Close this fucking thing down. So it's, so that that's a really dumb use of UI. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and it's, and, but, but not only that, it's difficult... It's difficult to put in a sentence because it looks like a spelling mistake. Like if you, if you're actually talking about it, like for example, we were talking about it. Oh, you know, like with one teacher, we we're talking about. Okay, uh, you know, our, our, our social strategy is to post to Facebook, blah blah blah, and X, and it just looks like, yeah, that's a broken sentence. <laughs> I yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I I think. I mean, I know he wants to create this all-in-one super app for payments and all this kind of stuff, but I don't understand why he just can't do it with Twitter. I mean, Twitter is, it's just a well, very... Okay, but if he was going to go for X, if he was going to go for X, why didn't he do something like, there was a few people who did great logo ideas, which was like an X, but it kind of looked like a bird. So you could sort of see there was a transition there. It's like, that's, that's why clever. didn't he do that? You know, like like X bird, you I, know. I think because he just... But he just went to a fucking X. I think Elon just, he's like... It's like two in the morning. He's sitting there by himself. He's like, "Yeah, I think we're changing the accent." He just tweets it. Like, I that's mean, right. that's right. I mean, that's it. On the one hand, so you you you, you kind of have like two the uh, spectrum. So on the one side, you have this it, it, uh, this incredible bureaucracy where nothing happens, which is most large companies where things have to go through committees and commit buy-ins and all this people, and you got to go through them, and it's like nothing happens. On the opposite end, you just have one guy who says. Let's just do this. And everybody's like, okay. You know, and so <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like it's funny. It's funny because because Twitter's this billion dollar no, it's company. A, billion, but, a much more mega multi. It's worth 30, multi-billion 30. dollar company. But he's never really had the like 
he hasn't really had the same capabilities he does with Twitter. So with other companies, with Tesla, if you just made a decision like that, there's a shitload of like, you know, oh, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change the cast. We're gonna have to speak to the people in China to change the way that the yeah. Cast there's an inherent res- and, there's know. inherent resistance <laughs> because resistance of the physical realities. Like, oh, we're just gonna do these batteries. Like, like dude, we can't use these batteries <laughs> because it's like a three year development. Like, dude, you can't just say right. make the battery half the size but or whatever. Anything he thinks, he can just. Like he can get an engineer, they can change it because software is just Mal- so fucking yeah, so malleable. Be- so that's one of the how <laughs> beauty of it. But it's the terror. It's it's really bad. It's it's an interesting situation. Is like I mean, it is. It's, it's just, weird. He's just surfing himself into into just craziness. I mean, but it's not he going just, away. You know, it, no, he, I think it's not. He's he's just he's a bit of a madman. I think we've discovered he's, he's like a, he's a bit of a mad. He's a bit of a just. <laughs> I don't mean like crazy. He's just like does whatever the fuck he wants and doesn't even think about it some of the time. And you're just like really, I I don't know. I mean, I like it's 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 I if the, if it's succeeding at all, it's it is in spite of his decisions. It's not. I mean, like a certain aspects because of his decisions, but also an equal amount in spite of them. You know, yeah, I mean, it's very well. You know, this the thing about these things is just it's hard to it's hard to say what's causing what. We don't have counterfactuals, so you and I can say, well, it's succeeding because of this or these things that I think are stupid are hurting it, and the things that I like are making it work. Right? That may not be true. It's just that's our own personal bias biases. So yeah, we have to yeah, kind of be cognizant yeah. of those things. Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, like, you know, when we when we first started talking about this in the early part of the year and everybody's like twitter's gonna fail everyone's gonna leave um twitter's gonna crash because he fired everybody and i i, I said the a is not gonna crash because you don't need thousands of people to run this thing which i was right about right and i don't know why everybody mm-hmm. thinks you need all these engineers i mean anybody who's worked in a large organization i only worked with uber and uber compared to you know, these bigger companies is relatively efficient, but the, the amount of inefficiency and meetings and bureaucracy and bullshit that accumulated there, you know, just a matter of a couple of years was astounding, was fucking astounding. And I couldn't even get any, at a certain point, I couldn't get anything done. It was impossible to get anything done. I had to go talk to 13 people to get an answer to a question. You know, they go talk to this guy and then they go talk to that person and go talk to this, you know, it was so ridiculous. So, um, and then, I mean, I get. I think. I think there's a certain amount of resistance or pushback from technical people because they're like, "You can't fire those technical people. Technical people are really valuable." It's like, dude, if you have technical skills, you are a valuable human being because you can create cool stuff. That does not mean you need a thousand people in the engineering department at Twitter. <laughs> okay, those are not. Those are two separate things. In fact, it'd be better if you took 950 of them and you had them go off and create other companies or join other small companies and actually be able to ship stuff and write code that's actually gonna be deployed and do stuff but so anyway that was the one thing my one one you know kind of part of my position the other part was that i don't think everyone's gonna like do the equivalent of i'm moving to canada you know it's like i'm going to mastodon and my ads bullshit i mean you're gonna have a small number of people highly highly technical people i guess the the um the security people i can't remember so we have some people who are really into like um cybersecurity type stuff and uh, I think, you know, a big segment of them moved over. And you have some things like that. But by and large, the people who have hundreds of thousands, millions of followers don't want to give that up. 
That's a, that's like real value. You yeah, can't take it out. It's like it's like if you had all your wealth in a country, but you weren't allowed to exchange it, and you had to go out and be broke and start over in some other country. You're like, yeah, I think I'll just stay here. Like, I don't like France. It's like, but you can't take your wealth with you. You're like, oh, screw it. <laughs> I'll stay it. Right? It's it's too painful to start from zero. So they don't. And that's there's just a stickiness to that. But that doesn't mean that I, th- I and I generally the other thing I was saying is like you know betting against Elon is it, there's a headwind. You basically you always have to ask yourself, do you really want to bet against this guy because he he succeeded at so many things? It's like there's a and I, it's just not luck. But doesn't mean that I think everything he does or the way he does things is optimal. He's the opposite. He's the opposite of Trump. What do you mean? <laughs> He basically fails at everything. Uh, like he's failed at every kind of business, but he's just still this. He's kind of bombastic. In but has he failed at every business? I, don't, I mean, I'm not. I'm not defending him, but I mean, mm. he's got these massive, you know, Trump towers, and they've all failed. I mean, he's gone bankrupt a couple of times, but oh, he's yeah. also been successful. And his his Trump University. Well, I mean, Trump he's, University he's is some... is something that failed. But I mean, there's Trump towers. I mean, you know, I go to Vegas and I go to Chicago. They're right there. I mean, it's a good point. I don't. But yeah, know be careful how, to buy into the, yeah. the politics. Like you know, you go into MSCC and Could he's failed. Like I don't. Know, has he? Maybe really? I'm. Maybe I'm being sold. Has he? I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe, he's failed it. Maybe he's a fantastic I mean, businessman. Maybe you know, and maybe he's a fantastic businesses, or maybe he's a good businessman who takes some stupid risk at times, fucks up, but because of his brand and stuff, he knows that he can get himself out of it. I don't know. Again, I'm not a I'm not a Trump super fan, so don't like you know. <laughs> Or even a fan. Six bankruptcies. Yeah. But yet he's still multi-billionaire, right? And, and his brand well, is that's, so, that's so, what he know. says. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't have there's no there's um, no okay, uh, there's no question. there's no Justin Vincent Towers in Vegas in Chicago, right? Oh, you are so right. Well there is. <laughs> uh-huh. There is. But you just haven't seen it. It's a tiny JV little one multimedia. Made of sand. <laughs> okay, i here's a question for you. This is like a segue. It's just you just made me mm-hmm. think about this. So do you think so, like, you pay an average tax rate of what, 30%? 30%. Between 30, 30 and 40%, let's say 40%. Dude, with, I mean, with state your... taxes, I pay well north of half. Okay. So, do you think that Elon Musk pays yeah, that, hell yeah. that yeah, percentage paid, of taxes? Yeah, when he paid taxes, last day he paid taxes, he's paid more than any other human being in the history of the world. That's what was hilarious, because Elizabeth Warren was complaining about him paying taxes, and he's, it was like, he paid these billions of dollars taxes. So, because my, so do you think that, um, because my, I was having an argument with my mom about this and I was on the side of just saying, because she was saying, well, but he's, he's worth this many billion. And I, and I was like, well, he's worth that many billion, but they're in shares and there hasn't been an execution event. And that's why there's, there should be no tax. And, but she was saying, well, I think that, you know, there should just be a wealth tax. Well, oh, okay. You know. First of all, your mom's really lefty, right? So lefties like that. I want to. I want the people <laughs> who I don't nice. like to take, lose their money and give them to people like me, right? <laughs> you know, or people who I like better. Um, okay. So first of all, that's a that creates a lot of technical problems because okay, so every time your house, so if your house rises in price twenty percent, should you have to pay tax on that? Okay. Let's say you buy your house. Mm, let's say you buy your house for a million dollars. Goes up. Now it's worth one point two million. Okay. That that's happened and then some a lot of places. Okay, so now you have to pay. You made two hundred thousand dollars in wealth. So now you got to pay pay taxes on that two hundred thousand. Okay, now we're going to get the, you know, I don't know, hundred thousand dollars, 
Right. No, you don't. No, let's That's just go a, for it. Where are you going to get it, Justin? Yeah, great. So agreed. you're going to, have to sell your house? Yeah. No, there is right? no way. No. The same thing happens with stock, right? So it's like you, all these guys. In- well, it happened to you. It literally, like something similar happened to you with the Uber stock, right? You to to excise your options, you had to find money yeah, from some I mean, other place. That's a different. That's that's not really a wealth. That's a whole different situation, which we could talk about, but that's not really related to this. But yeah, I mean, it creates a lot of complicated things, and it's like, you know, you can't just say, well, you know, I mean, you say, well, if you work, if you are worth more than a million dollars, five million dollars, a hundred million dollars. I mean, at some point, then you have to do well, and the rest of us don't. Right. But you got to remember, there are a ton of people who have houses that are worth more than a million or two million dollars. And these are relatively middle class houses, middle class people. It's just they live in New York and California and expensive places. And so if you did that kind of a thing, you'd have a really bad situation. So, okay, well, we're going to not do it for we're not going to do it for houses, real estate. We're only going to do it for stock. Whereas a lot of people who have their IRAs and all that kind of stuff, well, you know, so I was carving all this stuff. So you're drawing these really carving all this stuff and say, okay, you know, the only one has to do it is Elon Musk because he's an asshole. It's like, you know, (laughs) what do you, you know, I mean, so it's it's like yeah it 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 would be quite difficult to police but 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 my my point was well, okay, well, here's, well, okay that, go on I gotta I gotta okay go on okay so I'm I'm just going to interject a point okay if you did that if you do do that then all the all the billionaires who are being taxed like this leave the country yeah people people leave yeah. and and that that will have a big effect that would have a very big effect it's 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 like it's. I think it's this same. The same thing we were talking about San Francisco. It's like um, good um, intentions can can create bad outcomes. Yeah, when people do things for emotional yeah. reasons, this fe- this sounds good. This feels good without using their brain and thinking about how things are going to play out. A couple steps, then this things happen. And that, I think as a lot of progressive politics is about people who just feel. I feel like this. This makes me feel good. This feels bad. These people, you know. I mean, and they do these things, and it's like, okay, well, you know, it's like. You know, you know, so so say okay. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put um, drug 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 addicts in who, who are shooting up in prison. I feel bad for them, right? Feel bad. You know, they're on drugs. You know, it's not okay. Well, okay. Now you have more and more people doing drugs, right? And at least you put them in prison to some degree. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to put them for thirty years. They're not going to be able to do drugs for a while, so they're going to have to get clean drain. Well, we 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 discussed right. that a lot. I mean, that was yeah. Much but what I mean, it's last week, so. you just have that kind of this like you know if you're if you're if you're unwilling to be a little bit of a hard ass at times, you're just going to have everything just degrades into into just complete and other sloth and nothing. It's like well, you know if I'm not going to grade, like say you have homework, say like, we're not going to give grades. It feels bad, right, you know. Right. Not everybody can get an A. Maybe get C's or D's. And all of a sudden, nobody's studying. Nobody's learning anything, right? And it's just bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah. But we we t- we did cover that a, a lot last bit. show. What was your last point that you were going to make about the? Um, um... Okay, this is why I shouldn't why, interrupt um, you. <laughs> how efficient do you think our government is? <laughs> no, not why do you want to take people's money, then, Justin? Well, I didn't. I didn't well, yeah, I mean, why do people want to take? You want to give them more to the U.S. government? The U.S. government is doing a fantastic drive. Oh yeah, that's true. That's. I mean, that's talk a about yeah. waste of point. Yeah. resources. I mean, at least you know because people have the simplistic idea that people with huge sums of money are just like. I, I mean, they have this, this big stack of cash that's just lying on top of or something like these things are just on a ledger somewhere. They own shares in a in a of stock in a company or something, and that. 
that company, that money that was raised as being used and paying people salary and operating companies, right? It's actually in use. It's not, it's like muscle tissue. It's not fascia tissue, fat tissue. It's active. But it's also not real money because if you, because if you, if you, if you were to execute those shares, the value of Tesla's share price would disappear. Like, You'd go down to like 10, well, it 10 go bucks. Bad, but you'd lose. So <laughs> if you said everybody who has a certain amount, so everybody has to sell a bunch of their <laughs> Tesla and their Google and their Facebook shares. Everybody's selling all their shares because they got to pay taxes on yeah. it, right? And so all these things start to plummet in price. And right. um, and now you have a lot less people um, participating in the market, but then it, all the money goes to the government, which does what with it? I mean, how many tri- even trillions of dollars are we spending on just utter bullshit i mean it's it's so the government bureaucracies i mean it's the iron law you know bureaucracies they grow and they end up just protecting themselves like you know like you look at what the fbi and the cia and it's like you know there are probably some things that they're doing that are good but they're spending a lot of time up to no good and essentially wasting our money and i think the same thing with military and all this stuff the bigger bigger these bureaucracies get the less functional they are the less efficient they are so the last thing we do is like let's just feed them a ton of money you know Anyway, enough dissing my mum. I'm sorry, mum. I shouldn't. Have well, I know it doesn't, but but she's um, representative of you know you know. There's I mean there are thirty for forty percent of the of the U.S. population probably has a fairly similar view, and I'm just like I think you're. I think it's it's, it's not a well thought out position. Mm. So in terms of next topics, I mean, well, let's I hear mean, about List Nitro. Let's see all the progress you've been making. All the progress, huh? <laughs> so the mad have you fallen victim to the madness, the curse of the madness? I mean you make a you make a ton of work and then you run out of gas. You burn out. what's going on? The Irish came, they um, killed your momentum, and now you're ar- stuck okay, in a rut inside I'm, of the road. The uh, yes, I think that is a really good way of putting it. Because 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 what's taken over is health. So the Irish came. And I was kind of beginning the health journey and then having them here really knocked me off course on that and also knocked me off course on doing work on Nitro. And so then when they left, I just I just needed like a week of vacation after the vacation to get to sort of get back yeah, to normal. Yeah, I know that is. And, and then I've just been focusing on trying to, I, like the blood sugar has been so bad, was so bad that I've just really been focusing on that. I'm looking what, at I don't understand. But what do you, right how now. do you focus on? Do you just sit there and look at your chart all day? I mean, what does it take any time? No, I just, I just. Um, are you watching videos on it all day? What are you doing? I'm, I'm just. It, it takes a lot of mental effort to be good. What? It takes a lot of mental effort for me. Maybe you don't understand this because you're so far away from someone in a position. I, don't like know, I me. got gout, so but apparently like, I'm not. But anyway, let's let's so we. But like, imagine you're going into imagine you're going into rehab or something, and you you're addicted to I don't know some substance. Like, you've just got to go in there and just not think about anything. I don't want to think about the substance. I'm just going to read this book. I'm going to read this book. I'm not going to think about the substance. So it's like that. I mean, that's kind of a state. I'm just like, okay, I don't want to think about anything. I can't do any work now. My brain's too freaked out. I just got to be in a, in the zone to just stop eating <laughs> to stop walking you know it's so it's just it's a transition okay it's, well, it's difficult. okay i understand this that you're you're explaining your position of mind so you, you get up at 6:45 5:45 you walk you run you take a shower that's what i'm doing now 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 it's hours later 10 a.m. what are you doing what 
no, now I'm in a good position. I'm this. Th- we're talking about the transition from when the Irish left to now. Now I'm back into like this minute. Like being you, able to you do, right do the stuff. second you made the transition, you're back. Right now, no. Uh, the last the last oh, three days. It's been working on some time. Working on Nitronet the last three days. I've been working on um, something else. Oh, uh, I've been working on. What something are you working else. on? Sheeple? But it's not. Are it's you not sheeple? a new What thing? are you working on? <laughs> no, it's not. What sheeple. the? F- <laughs> it's. A, no, I'm just. I'm just doing a little bit of house cleaning with Nugget. Is what I've been doing. Why? Just because I've just got some thoughts on it. That's all. Don't. Uh, yeah, that's it. You, you let that from... slip in. It's like in the late night, yeah, like later afternoon. It's like I work on the on the indie hacker thing. I was like, I was like, wait, what is that? He the, just slipped. He just other, tried to slip by. Wait a second. The other thing that I've also done a little bit of work on is jo- Georgie has been um, up for talking about play strong again. So we've done a little a little bit on that as well, thinking about that. So yeah, not really. Most of it's gonna... been indie hacker because that's why you said that earlier. So you've been working on Nugget and indie hacker again instead of working on Nitro. Yes, no. exactly. Audience, let it be known. No. I can see look in Justin's eyes, and I can tell you he's doing shit on Nitro, and he's working on Nugget and Indie Hackers. Nugget. Why are you working on that now? Okay, just just, just, I, just I, I'll look. I'll tell you another show. I don't know enough. See, this yet. is the problem. Information, you people, with the madness. <laughs> there's no, there's no consistency. It burns out after two to three months. It sometimes it lasts three weeks, sometimes it lasts three months, but it just it doesn't last. I. We'll be right back on Nitro Note in the next few days. Okay. Well, see, I just want to let you know. So if you're like, well, Jason, why aren't you supporting this? It's because you give up. Like, why do you, 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 you I quit? Did, there's no giving quit. up. Like, there's oh, no giving you, up. There's you no quitting. Me, you know, it's like not cool. It's like, there's no, dude. Qu- are you still use? are you still using I it? I use it. I use it for work. Exactly. I use it for exactly. work. Exactly. And I don't, did you, did you know? You don't use it for work. I don't work. use it for anything other than work. I just use it for work. I don't keep other stuff in there because it's not private. You're looking at it, so I'm not going to do anything on there. Exactly. But, that, but so what? So one thing I I need to do is to make like uh, encrypted systems. So then you'd put mm-hmm. other stuff in there, right? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe maybe you won't trust. I mean, I I wouldn't have access to the key. Okay. So um, the point being is, I have not given up on it. I am working on it i will get back to it very soon um and that's mm-hmm. where i'm at <laughs> a bunch of what a bunch of hippy dippy okay okay <laughs> that's my favorite line what a bunch of hippy dippy that's we have these lines that we they go around our household all the time that for lego movie and mega man is one of them um just for for, for for any listener who's feeling frustrated and pulling their hair out I promise you, I have not finished working on Nitro Note. Just, just give me another week or so to get back into it. That's all. All right, Jason, how's Math Academy? How is Math Academy? So, well, I think I mentioned, might have mentioned last week. Did make sure we make a big push for the free response? Did I mention that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's something that the team is working on now. So, hopefully, we're gonna have. We'll be able to start rolling that out in the next few weeks in our in some of our more popular courses like pre-algebra and and fifth grade math, which is which I think will really help. You know, we actually have to type in three x minus one or something as opposed to just picking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sees the answer. It's it it's if you have to do too much of it, it's a pain, but it it does force you to think a little harder because you don't have anything to lean on and go, oh, it's some version of this equation, right? I think this is the right one. You have to mm-hmm. kind of construct it out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the big push right now. I'm I'm working on um, 
I'm having to do some debugging of some tools because I had to create all new versions of the tools. It's a long story, but do they do they have like the end user? Are they just using like three X, or do they have like some equation builder when thing that pops you up? Uh, when you on focus when you get the on focus event right for, when you're for, on for focus response, on the little text yeah. box that has it? Um, if if there's a potential to need certain types of of um, symbols, there will be like a little toolbar will pop up below it, you know, with a limited number of icons, three to eight or something. It's not like a whole giant, you know, keyboard or something mm. because stuff just gets overwhelming mm. and really kind of hard to use. So if you're doing like trig and has trig equations, you're going to have cosine and cosine and tangent and things like that. Or you have like some very basic ones. You always have fraction and exponent and some simple ones. So that you can, you know, even in, even in cases where you just have a rational expression or, or a fraction, you can easily do it. Even though by writing, you know, two slash three, that will immediately kind of automatically parse that and turn it into a a proper mm, phrase. So okay. you don't have to use the the you know the 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 toolbar. You could do two, you know, x caret two and be x squared. You know, you can you can do your keyboard equivalents to uh, the most common things, okay. but yeah, but yeah. you have to remember because we have, you know, a lot of students. They, they, these aren't mathematicians, right? These are kids or or, or adults who are not, you know, who may not may not have a ton of mathematical training. So if you put up this giant, lit, you know, keyboard of mathematical symbols, they're gonna be like, oh my god, what do I? What yeah. is this? You know, you could go into like a Word and there's like an equation editor and it pops up and you're like, I don't even know how to use this. You know, you don't want to do that. So yeah, yeah, it and it works. Okay. It works really well. But you know, it's funny. Alex found a, a bug. He was like, the, the you know, we haven't had um, we have different types of of input. So you can have an expression or a number. So you you specify when you're like the one who's designing the question. You're like the in, the the input that is a an expression it could be x squared plus one, or it could be one plus x squared, or x times x plus one. You know, like. They're all equivalent. The thing will evaluate them to be the same, um, which makes it flexible for, you know, when people say, oh, I read the right answer. I just put a bit different order. Like it, if it's the same thing, it'll evaluate this, this exact same expression. And that took a mm -hmm. ton of work. I mean, Justin and I just, you know, really had to dig in hard on that, but we got it together. It was sort of a, so it was a really, I thought a really good piece of work, but, um, but you also have like a number. So if you say this is ultimately a number. It's not an expression. So they can specify as a number or even a string. So it's like, look, I yes, it's an expression, but it has to be in one of these two or three or four forms. This, only this, minus the, aside from any white space, because sometimes that's what you're looking for. You know, I want you to factor, what is the factored form of this um, linear linear expression, right? So we have different different things like that, which allows the um, allows the question designer to, restrict it and put constraints on it in a way that makes sense for the context of the question. Yeah. And what was the bug that Alex found? <laughs> he was like, when it came to a number, he's like, I noticed that, oh, what was it? Oh, we had, uh, if you had like a mixed number, like uh, two and three-fourths, two space three-fourths, mm. um, and that should be the same thing as 2.75, Right. He's like, but if you had negative two and three fourths, it was not the same as negative two point seven five. 
And I was like, what the hell? So I had to go in, and, and, and for certain numbers, things, I'm using a regular expression to identify when it's a mixed number. So if you say it's a number, is this a mixed number? And then I deal with it a certain way. But the regular expression wasn't picking up a negative sign in the beginning. But then... So it's just putting in... A, putting so I had, to, I had to do some additional pre-processing. So if there's a negative in the beginning, then I got to use that and da-da-da. So it's... Um, Nice. Yeah, but I have like a ton of tests, you know, that I ran through and everything passed. So that was, when you said that, I was like, what? Oh, so, so, so you wrote tests. Tell us about that. That sounds like, that sounds like something very well, different. Well, I mean, for Jason something Roberts. like this, I'd write tests. I mean, I don't write a test for a UI right, or like, hey, insert, I insert the answer like, to the what, database. What, like, okay, I mean, test that works. So what are the tests? Like, what, well, okay, so like, like we what, have a check. So of... let's say I want to check that. Like just the example that I use, that negative two and three fourths is equivalent to negative two point seven five. So I will put those both in string mm. in quotes, and that this should be validated to be true, right? And I have like just imagine, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different complex equations and expressions and numbers with any variety of things that these are the same that these come out to be the same value. And so you can have like really extreme numbers, really tiny numbers, 0. 0.00001 log of 0. 0.00 is equal to that, you know, that, and all these extreme situations that works out. And what, like how many tests have you, did you like how many assertions and how, and what testing framework, framework. are you using? Framework. We don't need no stinking yeah. framework. Why do you <laughs> I, I need know, a framework same for this? I mean, that's like 10 lines I of just code. Wrote, I mean, I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had to use a framework I just wrote to a test single... out the two expressions were the same. <laughs> I just wrote a single function called assert and just like takes in two arguments. And if they're the same, then it's good. And if they're not the same, then it just like, yeah, returns, I mean, effectively it, it runs through, it false. has the, it, it, it constructs a, an object based on that input, parses it, and then evaluates that they're equivalent, that they're equal. And for expressions, I mean, for strings, it's really like, okay, is it one of these four strings? Right. But if it's an expression, mm -hmm. you have to put through a whole, uh, bunch of numbers and to see that they're they evaluate the same thing on this range of numbers right so all your tests are just are just checking that numbers are so equations, so is, x squared, essentially. is x squared plus one the same as one plus x times x or something right to use a really trivial example right so is there any other like i'm just i'm just curious like because this is the first time i've heard of you using tests like is there any other tests yeah i mean like um this? i mean no <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. i mean not really um <laughs> uh, i'm just curious like has have you warmed up to no. tests in any way or is it just no. because of this I mean, one specific this this thing yeah this that. is just like an obvious thing to do but like there's so many other things that it's like you know it's sort of a, it's essentially a ui based thing right and so it's like yeah how how am i going to write a test that about whether you're, I don't know, uh, clicking on this button or what. I mean, it's just you just go through. And it's just oh, like a totally. stupid. I mean, it's like a waste I of mean, time. You, you you can do that, like, but, but for I me, mean, it's a waste of time. Okay, so you have hundreds of people working on this thing. Yeah. Okay, fine. We got to put all the. We got to really go down to create all these tests because, you know, who's some people are going to be working on this who I haven't met yet, who are hired and part of this other group, and everybody's, you know, okay, if it's just it's just me, right? So like, I change some stuff. Mm -hmm. I go, okay, right. this is probably, and every once in a while, I forget to check something, and I immediately an error pops up. I'm like, oh shit, you know, and then I go fix it, right? Um, and uh, Justin has a ton of tests because his stuff is all the unseen model stuff, all the the task process stuff, just is continuously running 
right? So I have it, mm. it, it continuously runs. So I wrote this framework that that will leverage a bunch of different cores, and then you have like a master process that feeds it out to job processors. And so he took that, and then he has all of these algorithms as he's written based on the model that do all this thing to figure out what tasks they've done and running all these simulations and all that crap. So he has, you know tons of tests for that stuff because it's incredibly complicated and it's really hard to determine you know whether when there's an I issue if you don't do stuff like that and we also have stuff that is continually running to see that the courses everything's okay with the courses everything's considered with the knowledge graph everything's okay with lessons everything's there's just like tons of tests that run continuously so when alex will make some adjustment to the knowledge graph or adjustment or, or adjustment to a less or any number of things that thing is within within minutes if not seconds it's going to find us like oh you know you there's an invalid state nice. you need to deal with this so in a lot of cases like Justin built a lot of tools that will so when Alex wants to change stuff and he's okay I need to insert a knowledge points in this lesson but yet there could be any number of kids that are actually in the middle lesson. So what happens? So we have this whole way of cloning all that information. He can go do whatever he wants, can spread out over the team, and then that gets... Oh, yeah, you told about this. You know, yeah, kind yeah. of knife switches everything. And so... That's cool. Yeah, and no, we've built out quite a good infrastructure for dealing with all of that stuff and just validating. And so all of these validations that are running, there can anytime it po posts an error, it posts... It posts it to any number of these channels that monitor specific things that Alex and or Justin or I myself keep an eye on. Yeah, that's like so is knife switching a technical no, term then? I don't think so. I like it. Oh. I like it though. It really it really helps to you might have come up with your second luck surface area for a very niche group, but like knife switching is it really does uh, sort of explain that that aspect of you have everything on the go in memory and then you're just switching to mm -hmm. like a second mm -hmm. pointer to memory. Yeah, that's a nice that's a good, yeah, term, a good I, term. I'm sure nice that's switching. been around. I don't think I made that up. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, J Justin has, he, and I always would joke with Justin. I said, if you haven't tested, it's broken. Like, just, <laughs> just it, it guaranteed it's broken. I mean, if it works, it's like amazing. Like that's luck, but chances are it's broken. So, um, and he's taken that to heart. And I think he he's had enough situations where he thought he tested it or did it, and it went out, and there were all these errors happened. And I'm like, dude, everything's broken, you know. And he had to roll everything back, and he's like, kind of shell shocked, like, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hundreds of people yeah. like that happened. Uh, that's in, in, for varying degrees, a handful of times over the past few years, but it hasn't happened in a long time. And I think he really did not enjoy that those moments of his life. He looks back and those are like, that was the worst 10 minutes or worst 20 minutes of, and so he's like, I don't want that to happen anymore. So I'm going to write tons of tests and I write tons of validation. So nothing can be there in a valid state. Nothing Pain. can happen. Cause I don't want, I don't want to get that. I don't want the Pain is the it best is. teacher. Well, I, yeah. Did I, did, did I ever tell you on the show about this time? Um, like really at the beginning of my career, um, I was working for this company it was an open office. This is this is tangentially related, but the the, the pain is the relation, yeah. the relating point. So basically, we had a Cat Five. You know, but the, it was the very beginning of Ethernet. Like it was all Windows. Like just starting to use the concept mm -hmm. of file mm -hmm. systems. <laughs> so anyway, what what we used to do was uh, in this this uh, company, we used to basically take we used to translate um, mm -hmm. screenshots. So. Uh, Microsoft would send, you know, the French, the new version of Microsoft Word, but it would be French. And so we would take the same screenshots where they were in the English manual 
and get the French version of the same screen. So we'd have to hunt around, not knowing where the fuck it was, but just like so that was that was our job to hunt around, find the screenshots. So and so anyway, so I there was this one time where I had taken like a thousand screenshots or whatever. I had them in this directory. And I just was like, oh, I need to just move them to this other place. So I just did a select all and just got these thousand files and like moved them <laughs> to another place. And like the entire network went down. Everyone's like standing up. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> You're like, nothing. I just like moves. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? You know, like this, the whole, the whole network's down. Like, like hundreds of people. I'm not even kidding. Hundreds you know of people you, on this floor. You? Oh, of course I knew it was me. I just, I like, I just let go of the mouse and then oh. <laughs> like my system froze. Everyone's system froze. I was like, um, Okay. Yeah, uh, did you yeah, put it back? No. What did you do? Did you say you but did anyway, it? Or just surreptitiously. <laughs> there was. I did not say. I. I did not to say. This, I did to it. this I day, just, no one is like, aware of what happened. To, to this day, to this day, I just walked away. I just like, oh yeah, that's a, oh, that's a really bad. I don't know what happened. You know. Then obviously, the the fucking grumpy guy Sean comes upstairs. He's like, what? You know, the guy who looks after the network. What the fuck just? And happened? so how did you just you just said undo or something, <laughs> it, and it went back or. No, there was there was no undo. It was just everyone couldn't work for Jesus, half a day. and you just there were no. You just an email us. Like, Remember that thing that happened like twenty five years? That was me. <laughs> but that like that's how bad like computers were at the beginning. Like they oh, were that just was very, fault. That was your fault. You know. I mean, it, like you could move a thousand files now on a network. But I mean, be a you could, you, the fact is the 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 the, the truth is is that anyone can or not anyone but you can screw things up it's it's a human that did it it wasn't the computer you just yeah, didn't just know any better it's yeah but but it was like i'm just saying because that that was my worst feeling of of pain of breaking stuff yeah. for everyone you know where it was just like it was really visceral like everyone on the floor was just like stopped no one could do anything and it was just it yeah. was my fault well i learned i learned that <laughs> you know with uh with uber i mean i used to joke like I could screw up more people's lives faster than the worst snowstorm that ever hit O'Hare in Chicago. I mean, I could, if if <laughs> if I if I deployed some bad code and went out to Chicago and New York, thousands of people on trips and waiting for trips or tens of tens of thousands of people just boom, instantaneously everything screwed up. So knowing that mm. you were like, okay, we got to make really got to make sure that everything's right because that is a bad deal. Yeah. So. Um, you know, one thing the one thing that I that I built that was around for a long time was the simulator, and that was that was one way to yeah. Because even if you wrote a bunch of tests, sometimes there'd be situations you couldn't really had hadn't quite envisioned. So if you just say, well, any number of these things, here's a range of of actions that an agent can take, and here are the different types of agents, and also some probability that they'll do any number of actions at any given point in time. You run this for twenty minutes of hundreds of agents and stuff. It basically covers everything right so you're like okay this should work but yeah that's it's important to you know sleep at night you want to, be able to do stuff like that um so about math academy i had another th math academy thing unless you yeah please i mean i'm i'm okay, totally so out of empty. topics now so okay. we're, we're surfing so, we're just um, surfing here surfing on bullshit is that okay okay yeah, so that's um, pretty much uh, so a guy called me up. I, I had, um, I won't give any names or anything yet because it's still early. But um, so there was this big, pretty successful uh, sort of digital marketing company. 
um, that probably a lot of people know is a lot, they have mm-hmm. a lot of some big tools and stuff. And, um, I had signed up, like, it was like, Hey, you know, if you just put your name in, we'll, we'll send you a bunch of PDFs and stuff. And I was, I remember back last year, I was looking at all the SEO stuff, hardcore. And, and it's yeah, like a lot yeah. of good stuff. In fact, there was like too much. Like I couldn't even read it all, but I'm like, yeah, that's good. And like, how am I going to remember all this crap? And, um, I got an email from like one of their reps. It's like, Hey, you know, would you like to talk to, um, an account representative, maybe there's something we could help you with or whatever. And I was like, hey, you know, what the hell, right? So I ended up talking to a guy and, you know, typically it's some younger person who's kind of lower on the totem pole. They're like, hey, yeah, we could do this and we could do that. And, you know, it's going to cost you $50 million or whatever. And um, so, but the guy I got was a, a little a more senior guy and we were talking and it was funny because he had, we were just sharing war stories. And so we ended up having this really fun conversation <laughs> And then at the end, he got so excited at Math Academy. He's like, dude, I'm going to sign up my kids right now. This is really cool, right? And so, um, (laughs) you know, he and his kids used it for a while and, um, uh, but stopped using after a certain amount of time. Some, like I said, some families, they just don't get everybody completely dialed in and they're not really, everybody's on the same page. And I was like, so he reached, he emailed me like a week or so ago, week and a half ago. And he's like, hey, man, how's, uh, how's Math Academy going? And I was like, first I didn't recognize the name. I'm like, who the hell is, you know, cause you're like, I woke up and I'm looking at my phone and I, I'm kind of squinting my eyes. I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, right. And then, um, <laughs> so we get and we start talking and, and I said, so let me guess. So my, you, so, so your wife wasn't totally dialed in, didn't understand and this and that. And he's like, yeah, it's been trapping. I'm like, yeah, so this is something we can work on. And, um, I'm like, what are you doing now? And he's like, well, he's like a party. He's like, I want to talk to you about getting you on our podcast that, that I'm doing. And he's like, well, we're getting these. Oh, nice. He, he didn't even have a name for it, but he's like, he knows some people who are like, like the guy who created the cell phone. And he's, he's like, I want to get these sort of legends of technology, but people who don't have to say aren't as famous or well known, but they've done these big things. I'm like, well, I don't think what I did is, is of that magnitude, but I'd be happy to be in your podcast, you know? And so it was just about that. And I just said, well, what are you doing? And he started talking about some stuff that he had done and some, some massive success that they had had on his previous endeavor that was involved with uh sort of some marketing techniques and some stuff and i was like dude how do we work together like how how can we i was like i need some of that i'm like how can we and he's like and he's like well let me think about it you know okay maybe i you know and so long story short um we're gonna have a uh we've we've agreed to do like a a, a, a limited engagement and he's got his sort of right man right hand man so sort of like his justin um says think sky sick and uh so they're gonna we're gonna do a project and they're gonna help us because he was talking to me he's like okay well because i was talking about all the things that we don't have i was like well we don't really he's like well, your funnel and what are you doing with this i'm like you know we don't have any of that he's like well where do you like have like your landing page i'm like yeah we don't have like landing pages we don't have any. he's like okay well before <laughs> it's like okay before we do any of the stuff we need to have a, like a landing page that converts and we need to have a way of telling the story and i'm like yeah I was like, we're not doing any of that, anything. And he's like, well, that we got to get that foundation in first. There's no point in, you know, if we're either doing performance marketing or SEO so, or any of that stuff, unless you have some landing pages and conversions and funnel and all that kind of stuff. So is that, how are you going to do, are you going to move to a no. CMS uh, type of scenario? Or like well, you, you're still going to mm-hmm. do, do the hand the coding and push, yeah. push it up. I mean, I'll just yeah, be okay. like, all right, let's just do okay, it yeah. all. And I don't care what you guys want to do it. And I'll just take it and cut and paste and create a, put it in. I mean, you know, it's HTML, CSS, right? It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we're going to do a, um, 
I'll do a call tomorrow and just, I mean, get started on it. So we'll see. Cause you're like, right. well, Jason, when are you going to launch? When are you going to launch? You, had, I can't remember whether you mentioned that to me personally or whether you mentioned that on mentioned, another show, you? but I, I, it, the well, story sounds familiar. Like, but, but it, this okay, was a well, nothing has happened of, the same, yet. of a similar story. Um, you know, we're going to talk okay. tomorrow. I mean, other than I, we agreed, we agreed on a price and on an engagement and what it's going to be. And, and if, if things work out on, with this, then, um, you know, we could have like a longer term, make it you know, some longer term arrangement, but. I was just waving to Colby who was behind you. Actually, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about Colby and his game, but may, are you ready to? Sure. To you, yeah. 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 Well, well, like well just in terms, just in terms of the, the just in terms of the marketing stuff. I mean, this will, this will play out over a period of, I think a couple of months. So what, one thing we, we did is he kind of said, okay, well, in terms of the price tag, He's like, let's work back. What's your average lifetime value of a customer? How many customers do you need to break even to just pay for it? So it's like, I'm going to basically guarantee, we're going to guarantee you're going to get this many customers in a short period of time. So it'll just play. And then we'll Great. go from there. And I'm like, okay. Can I guess, is his core strategy to write no. blog posts for Hacker News? No. Show no. Hacker News. Okay. Your problems will be over. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like the get the lucky lose. Right. They'll love it. You get all kind of wonderful supportive comments on Hacker News. It'd actually be great to 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 really see this real marketing yeah. stuff going down and see how, how much it grows the numbers and I mean, I don't know whether you'll be able to tell us the insides. I mean, well, at least you'll be able to tell me because I can just have an offline conversation oh, you with wish. you. But you will, you I don't know if you'll be able wish. to tell it publicly. Well, we'll oh, see. Really, I mean, um not gonna tell me. Okay. We'll see. I mean, you know, I mean, some of it will be vanilla, like stuff everybody knows. Like, dude, you got to tell a compelling story. Yeah. You got to do this. You got to do that. I mean, stuff that, I mean, the list of things that any person who's familiar with marketing would say, would ask if we've done that we haven't done is huge. Right. So it's like, dude, like why? So you don't even email <laughs> yeah. adults ever if they stop using it for a couple of days or a week? No. So you don't, you have a use cases of what people should, no, you don't, I don't do any of it. We don't do any of it. Wait, so so you don't you don't ask them we why do. they cancel? I do ask them why they cancel. No. That's the one thing I do. <laughs> oh, I you ask do. Them cancel, okay. and maybe a okay, half good. of them or forty percent respond. I'm right, a little one sentence, two sentence thing. But um, yeah. So we just we got to build the foundation first. You know, there's no point in, in there's no point in mm-hmm. investing effort and money and time into growth and marketing tactics if you can't capture them because you don't do anything that's going to really convert very well because you're just like you know, whatever. So, um, it should be a good story. I mean, you know, it was funny because the day before, um, I think he reached out to me coincidentally, Sandy was said down. She's like, okay, we got to start growing. We got to go. We got to, it's like, whatever we're doing now, it's just, yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I mentioned this last show. We got to, we got to, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's when things are growing, even if it's growing at a kind of a linear scale and you're like putting it, we're like, okay, we're growing. We're still focused on, Improving the product. You it just, sucks to yeah, be plateauing. So we got to suffer it in. But you did get a traffic. Sandy posted that you got a traffic, uh, traffic Not a conversion. Not, not people joined. It, it was just a, I don't know what yeah. it was. I was wondering, is it was it like some kind of automated bot thing or something it's just, like that? It's, uh, it, it could have been. I mean, it was um, Google Analytics, which doesn't give you information, right? So who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Colby, how's is there any progress? Yeah, on so his he game? is, so he's working on sort of the last big 
uh, game feature, or not, a, 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 a technical aspect, but she has them, which is creating a tech tree. You know how games have they have tech trees? Mm-hmm. Like you have this technologies, and now once you have these technologies, then you can get the next more advanced technology. You go in terms of trait, right? Sometimes it's oh, called yeah, a skill right, tree right, right. if it's yeah. like a player or whatever tech tree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, tree, yeah. He's building out a tech tree, and 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 so there's a there's a certain UI aspect to that, how that's going to work, which he got working last week, and then there's a back end, like what does it mean? Like okay, so some part of the tech tree might be like okay, now you have a light destroyer, now you have a medium or a heavy destroyer, and now you have a this or that. It's like mm-hmm. okay, you got to work yeah. your way up that, but it also can be like you have advanced economics or you have advanced research, which allows you to level up things faster. So it's like what does this mean from a in a coding, like how to, what is advanced second, like how to, so kind of creating a, um, a backend representation of these, of these things. So what are you smiling about? You got to mm-hmm. laugh about something. Oh, I was smiling about, uh, you laughing at me, um, losing the madness for like, <laughs> you're back. That's an hour ago, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You I was backgrounding you. We like, keep going. Sorry, I was, I was backgrounding okay. you with my own. Humor. So, um, uh, you know, with what the kind of the speech I gave him earlier in the week, I said, "All right, so I I think it's important to get this because the skill tree or tech tree is like an important visual element and just a general feature for these types of games. So I think it's worth doing because, um, yeah, for just." get all the major pieces in place. He did the fog of war stuff. He got the economic stuff. He got the, the combat. He's got all these things there. Now it's like, okay, let's get the tech tree in there. And after, but, but I said, don't go down the rabbit hole of coming up with like 50 tech tree items. Like you come up with a limited number of different types, just to, just to understand how that's going to play out the structure of the game and then wrap it up and let's just keep going. You can iterate, you can always iterate and add on to it, right? It's like, don't go down the rabbit hole. Is that we've all done it. All, all coders have done it. You're like, wow, I want me here. I just want to do this. And then like three or four weeks go by or two months. It's like, well, what are you doing? And you're just like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like, I'm in the rabbit hole. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like you want to get the minimum of something figured out and rolled out into a playable version and then you come back. So I gave him a big speech about that, which he initially was kind of, I don't say he was resistant. He's like, Oh, you know, but then he's like, he, he, he bought into it. He's like, okay. I was like, as a part of me that wants you to go down the rabbit hole, just so you can know what it likes, what it, what it's like, but I, we don't have time. We don't have the time to waste here. So I'm just telling you, don't do that. Yeah. It's like, they need to learn the lessons for themselves. It's going to happen at some point in his future. He'll, yeah, he'll find yeah, I mean, so he's learned hole. some lessons the hard way in different cases. But I've, I've tried to make these lessons. You know, most of them are like philosophical. They're not like I've gone in and like changed his code. We're out to lunch, and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't do that. And here's why I would. It, you know, I would because I don't even look at his code. I don't look at his code. I don't. I, other than I come and I stand out behind his chair, and I'm like, you ready to go to lunch? Like find a stopping point. We got to go. That and I and I glance at his code. That's as have much you guys as I like it, really. Have you guys started to play play a game? Uh, we haven't, but he play every. He would play with Eli, his buddy Eli, every Tuesday, and for like the, the okay. for like the last few weeks, and his buddy Tanner or something. So he he's. So when when will you know, play he's, with he's him? He's asked. When are you he's like you know maybe I'll play first. with him this week or something like that. He's been talking about it. I mean, it's just that his buddies have more time. Like he could sit in the middle of a work day and be okay. like, let's, let's play. And Eli is good. He's a friend. He's, Eli's a coder. He's a really sharp kid. Um, you know, so he, he had good feedback and I asked him, 
what he thought. And he, you know, I said, well, what do you think? Or how's it working? He's like, yeah, it's good. He's like, he just needs to add more stuff. Like the tech tree stuff. We just need mm-hmm. more elements. But yeah, it's good. And Colby, okay. when he played it, he just found that um, it was too slow. Like, because what happened is you'd have a lot of units in one hex, right? And you'd click on the hex and it would always bring up a list and you'd have to select which ones you're going to move. And I was like, well, why don't you do it mm-hmm. where if you click on it and you you click on it and then you click on the next one, it moves everything. But if you press and hold for more than like half a second or second, then it brings it up. And then you can be selective. And um, I was I was like, we had to launch. And I was talking about the car and I was going down the, round, the wrong path. And then I go, wait, 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 wait. Just, why don't you just do this? And then he's like, that'll make it 10 times easier. And he's like, yeah. So I think that element probably saved him a lot of time. But it was just a quick, you know, two-minute conversation. Well, it's good to learn about that, the, you know, the whole, the, like, the, the code to do that <laughs> yeah, as well. It's not built like, in. Not, he's like, well, yeah. Dad, how do I do that? <laughs> And it's I'm like, there's no like press and hold, and I'm like, no, there's not. He's like, he's like, well, and that was what it's funny you say that because that was the one thing I said. Okay, so here's what you want to do when you when you when you have the on because he has to use like a touch press or vent or whatever so it works on t- whatever the laptops yeah, and phones yeah. are. And I said, when you when you click that, mm-hmm. put a start press. This does start press equals date, you know, new date. And then mm-hmm. when it's an up, you diff, and if it's greater than X number, and it's the same. But hex the number of seconds then we do yes and he's like oh yeah and i was like yeah that's how you do it but it's all these like things that like these little nice. tricks that we pick up along the way that we've done the first time you're looking at it, you're like isn't there an yeah. event or there's no timer on it like you don't have to do that <laughs> just do your, your own timer yeah but uh you know, that's, that's pretty much it i, I um, he um it's getting close though he after that so the things after that and i'll just just to wrap up the the colby thing uh is the do a pro- turn it into a progressive web app, which means that it would be like an app that would be on your home screen, right? And so that way, when you open it, yeah. it looks like an app, and there's no address bar at the top or anything. There's a few other things, and all the assets are preloaded mm-hmm. stuff, so it feel it, it, the look and feel is much much closer, if not exactly like an app. And then, um, and then of course, you don't have to worry about having it in the App Store or in the Google Play Store or whatever. And then the uh, and that should be a big thing. He was talking about doing that last week. I'm like, no, dude, finish up this other stuff first. We can, I'll, you know, there's like you could, there's like ten videos that are like ten minutes long that'll tell you how to do this. You know, this is like a one day project. Don't worry about that. And then the other thing was, then once we get the done, once you get the tech tree stuff done, I think we want to find an inexpensive designer or designers, and then have them try and design some icons and some things, and kind of, you know, go through go down that path and getting a. Yeah, that's smart. That's very smart because for games, it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. essential. All right, so now you have okay. So yeah. we're we got about ten minutes before you're about to get the 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 uh, the Georgie a notice. I'm sure I'm going to get a text minutes. real soon. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm all out, man. I'm out. Like, like, yeah. you want you want to talk about shows? You but I, mean, shows? I don't even have shows what? to talk about. I mean, like, I, I I've like you want to know why I've got no shows? Because I've started going to bed at ten. To get up for five forty-five, you're too busy that's, thinking that's about your health to even think this. about TV. You just sit there. Too you just busy say, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, glucose. By the way, look at this amount of time in the. In you're the, still there. Is, is that this still, insane? That's not a screenshot from still, this morning. Still in the. That's good, not a screenshot from this the morning. The healthy zone. No, that's that's actually you're that's live. Zone. That's live right now. That's good. I'm in the healthy zone. I'm I'm like this. This chart is making me not want to eat anything for the rest of the day. So that I just keep are, staying. Are you in doing like a, any of the intermittent fasting stuff that the guys are always talking about? 
I mean, okay. no, I'm not, but I am right in this this particular okay. moment well, in time. Well, just real quick before we get on the show thing, um, what any uh, do, for your diet? Are you? I know you're trying to keep low fat. Are you restricting calories at all? So you, you have any no, bothered? I'm not yet. restricting calories. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even think I will because just keeping the fat down already does that. But doesn't have what, what doesn't eating like excessive carbs just raise your sugar? I can't eat excessive carbs because my my thing goes through. The, so I so I just because I because the chart I'm looking at the chart and I want to keep it low. By default, your chart I is your boss. It, it the chart minimal. bosses you. So it, it yeah, you, you can't do anything that disagrees with the chart. Mm. And and everything bad that exactly, would make you gain I'm, weight is is, is, the, is hateful to the chart. That's the reason why I'm down five pounds, which is insane. But by the way, like I want, I need to be a year, like by my calculations, in this healthy zone for like real. Yeah, you've only been there for in. like four hours, so. And I think <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got a ways to go, why. buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, all right. Let's move to shows. I mean, well, I've got no shows. Let's move to your shows. Tell me about okay, your shows. Okay, well, we just started watching The Bear. Have you heard of that one? You might like no. Okay, it's I mean, on yes, Hulu. But no. And okay, I've only watched the mm-hmm. first two episodes. Sandy watched it. Uh, I think when I was in Chicago or something. She's and she's like, "Oh, it's really good." And I'm like, "Do you want to watch it again?" She's like, "Oh, I'd watch it again with you for sure." So we're watching it as a family, and um, it's uh, it's like this this guy. I mean, you don't really know what's going on other than that. There's this young guy who was trained as one of these sort of elite chefs, like Michelin stars kind of thing. And he's he's his like his brother dies, and now he's taking over like this beef sandwich stop in Chicago, in the Loop, which is right where Sandy and I lived, used to live. And so it's funny when we're looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I feel like it was, it was across the street from our apartment. You know, it was like right in that area. Anyway, so it's the the the, the beef sandwich shop. You know, there's a bunch of people work there. It's a total shit show. Very emotional. Uh, people are acting very emotionally, very unprofessionally. And he's kind of in the middle of this mess. And his brother died, and he's kind of taken over. And you find all this out in the first few minutes. I'm not giving anything away. But he's this an elite mm. chef. Yeah. yeah. But yet he's also kind of a mess too. It looks like in his young guy. So it, mm. it it looks really good. I mean, really good. So uh, mm. you know, a lot of these shows, I say, yeah, you know, it's you know, silo. It's like a B or whatever. This is an A. This looks like an A. Well, that's it. So that's the second reason for me to to sign up to Hulu because Hulu often just doesn't have anything good on it, but it now has Solar Opposites, um, the new season voiced by Dan Smith, I think it is. Um, so I really wanted to watch that, and then this the bear thing. So yeah. two good okay, reasons. Okay, well, I, I think that's really good. I did I tell you we watched last week. We watched um, uh, the Godfather. Did I tell you about that? No, but but that's obviously. Well, you know, a we're very, trying to figure out what to watch, movie. and Sandy's <laughs> something about the Godfather, and I said, you know, I don't think I've actually seen it. I mean, I know the general story. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I never actually watched the whole thing. And so then we'd say, all right, let's just watch it with the kids, right? They're old enough to 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 get it. And yeah. you know, it's like from 1974 or something like that, 1972. I mean, obviously really, really good. You know, so it's funny you go back and I'm like, God, yeah. this was that was great. That was a great movie. Um but, you know, if you watch like so Citizen good. Kane, I always say like it's the best movie ever made. I mean, you could look at it and go, you can you can appreciate it from a sort of technical 
standpoint. And you could you could imagine it would be even better if there was someone who was a film historian and they could explain everything in it. But it's hard. You're not going to enjoy it as much because it's it's an it just it's such an old movie. But you can enjoy the Godfather. You don't look at the Godfather and go, God, this is this is hard to watch. Did you in that movie was yeah. was Al Pacino in that movie? So did did you see the scene where he 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 does his first kill someone? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He's like mm-hmm. in a restaurant. Yep. He gets the mm-hmm. he gets mm-hmm. the gun from yep. behind the toilet. And I don't think well, I'm you just, much you, Well, you just got away so I, he I, killed I somebody seen... and he got a gun from the back of the toilet. Well, pretty much killed anyway, the movie. But it's not much. I mean, it's just... So anyway, <laughs> I don't think it. that kills the movie. Alfie's but, going, but anyway, what the f- I was um, just going to watch it. No, you ruined the whole thing. <laughs> did you notice, because I didn't notice, but maybe you did, the sound during that, that scene? Because I saw a documentary and it, this, it was a sound designer who designed the sound for that movie was talking about that scene. And basically they designed this concept of like a a train screeching and then a big kind of like wind blowing at, at, as he was getting the gun and doing that. So it created this whole subliminal thing of like, oh man, like something really big is coming, something huge is coming here. Did, did you notice that? Well, I, I wasn't thinking about that on watching them. I do remember the train and the loud sound and stuff. I wasn't thinking, oh my God, this is what this means. Because I'm watching, I'm just in the moment, I'm watching the movie, right? I'm analyzing it as a film critic or something, or a sound like, person. I mean, there's there's no specific reason for it, for the because it, it gives you this impression that like a giant train is just going like literally above his head or something. There's no specific yeah. reason for that. You know, other than to just totally. Well, you know, you, you see that a lot of times moment. in movies. They'll be like, "Well, you'll, you'll go back and analyze the movie and say, well, you notice every time when it has her, this female, and everything is red because red means rage or anger, and everything is tones and everything is red. like I don't really. I like I, I. It's it's cool, I guess, and everything's blue when it's this person, and it means mm-hmm. cool. You know, like I don't really think like a lot of this stuff really registers to most viewers when they're watching it and it has the emotional impact. Like you can say it does. But I'll bet you, like, if you A-B tested it, you say, okay, one group, we're going to have these color tones, and the other one, we're not. And, like, is there additional emotional resonance or whatever? And I bet you it might not be perceptible. But it makes for a great story. It makes something for the the set designer and the cinematographer and whatever to go, oh, yeah, this is what it means, and it'll affect. But, you know, nobody's really testing this stuff. And, you're like, I don't know. I mean, seems cool, I guess. Um, does it make a difference? I don't know. Uh <laughs> I don't know, but I used to do. I used to do anyway, it when I when I, when I took my intro movie. to fiction class, where we had you know you analyze these things to, uh, to an inch of their lives, right? These stories and stuff, and this means this and that and this and all this stuff, and it's kind of interesting because it's like for somebody who's doing a literary analysis, for instance, just as a film critic would do a film analysis, right? Yeah, there is there's meat there that you can pull apart, but you're not making the movie for the 0.0001% of the people who are going to do this sort of, we're going to write a PhD thesis on your book or on your movie or whatever you're making for the audience. Yeah. And the reality is I'll bet you a lot of this stuff doesn't make a whole lot of difference. The stuff that they're talking about. Oh, you notice everyone there's a, there's a vase every time there's in a room and it means this. And it's like, I don't even notice there's a vase. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? You know, it's just so it's just, but you know, for, for film geeks or literary geeks, they just, they, you know, they get, they do what geeks do. They geek out over stuff, right? They make a big deal over little things. So anyway, did you think it was Uh, good? The the Godfather? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it's I think um especially by standards of its day of 72 uh or 73 or when it was made. I mean, it was um I think it was pretty groundbreaking and um it holds up. You know, it was I think we really enjoyed it. we we watched it for like 4 days cuz it was so long and you know, kids have homework and stuff like that and so we couldn't spend a lot of time watching it, but um it's good. We're going to watch um I think part 2 pretty soon. But right now we started The Bear. So we're going to nice. probably watch that for a little bit, which is really good. Okay. So I think that's it. I think you're about to get the. Uh, I think All right. you know well, Georgie needs to get one of those those, those like canes that the and just like pull you off the stage, just pull you by the neck. You know when they pull somebody off the. <laughs> it's over. All right. Well, that's a wrap. We're out.